the veteran of ours, Wrexham, says, please don't let me down tonight, lads. I need the bragging rights, as I'm reading from my office. And there's a picture of St James's Park. Well, it is Wrexham against the denizens of St James's Park, or at least the players who aspire to be so. Wrexham against Newcastle United in the 21s in the Papa John's Trophy, the AFL Trophy, as the teams come out now. So, a heavily rotated Wrexham team, but a team with a lot of interesting players who will be fun to watch. I've got to say, Arthur O'Conquo, look at him warming up, you think, oh, that guy's a unit, and looking at him in lining up alongside Luke Young, he's towering over him, and he's standing about a yard behind him. Wow, that is a that is a big man. That is. <laughs> yeah, that is a serious, serious frame, especially for a goalkeeper to have. Wow, well, yeah. Tell you what, I think uh, Billy Waters can count himself lucky that he's not stood next to him. Oh yeah, they should put him. They've got to put them together next time. Come on. So yeah, Wrexham lining up with a Conquoy goal. A back three of Max Cleworth, George Evans, and Jordan Tunnicliffe. The wing backs Anthony Ford on the right. Callum McFadgen on the left, centre midfield Luke Young, James Jones and Liam McElindon and up front Billy Waters and Sam Dolby. The subs for Exxon, Luke McNicholas is in goal. Bentoza, uh, the goalkeeper rather, Bentoza, Ollie Palmer, Tom O'Connor, Jake Bickerstaff, Ryan Barnett and Elliot Lee. So lots of changes in the side on Saturday, who played so impressively at Tranmere, but as you cast your eye across it, that team certainly looks like one which would be capable of dealing with games in League Two, uh, despite having rested a number of quality players. The opponents, Newcastle, are actually weakened by international call-ups. We lack James McLean, but they've had six possible players, one of whom probably more of a first-team player, called up. So they line up with Aidan Harrison goal, as far as I can see, his first game for Newcastle at under 21 level. Right back here in Thompson, centre backs Charlie Wiggett and Remy Savage, and left back Jordan Hackett. The three midfielders Jamie Miley, Nathan Carlion, and James Huntley. And up front, Dylan Stevenson will have Ben Parkson to his right, Amadou Diallo to his left as Wrexham are preparing to kick off. Referee Tom Parsons, someone we've had in the National League in the past. Wrexham will kick towards the ex-cop end in the first half. What's the best way of putting it? Yeah, yeah, it's a fair assessment. And the rest just making sure everyone's ready, checks with the keepers. <laughs> a Conco's shirt the same colour as the refs. I think maybe the ref had noticed that as Wrexham get underway. Toza pings a lot of like bad Toza. Gets him used to that. George Evans hits a long one. They, Dolby can't keep it in. Throw to Newcastle. Level edge the area on the right hand side. Oh, and straight from the throw, the ball ricochets kindly for Newcastle through to the goalkeeper. Eric Draken saying, Evening everyone, did I miss something? Or is Boyle just not in for tonight? Oh, yes, as we say, the team rotated quite a bit to give people minutes. And Boyle's been playing non stop since he signed as well. So give him a little midweek break as Savage goes over the top, headed partly clear by Wrexham. And Young hooks one over the top of Dolby to chase. He's got Savage and Wiggett to beat and scrapping well on the edge of the area. Hooks it inside, trying to find Waters in the box. It's intercepted, but Wrexham keep the pressure on as Jones wins a header. In the end, it's picked up by Hackett. And he feeds it neatly into midfield where 
Oh, a foul is given against Waters, the whistle a little late. But that sort of summed up what we're talking about, that physicality. I mean, Waters isn't the biggest bloke, but he's still knocking people around. Yeah, exactly. And when you've got someone with the size and stature of Sam Dolby there, you've got someone with the speed and agility of Billy, similar to Paul Mullen and Jake Bickerstaff in the centre. He likes to get himself around, be on the heel of defenders. And there will be opportunities tonight where some of them might catch themselves flat-footed. You could say it's playing the game a little bit. And Billy trying to nip him behind. As wicket goes long, but unsuccessfully. Goal kick to Wrexham. Those... Uh, Red numbers on black and white stripes are going to be a nightmare to discern, I'm afraid. But oh, it's a throw actually, right by the corner flag. Tunnicliffe's doing his toes room impersonation, drying the ball under his shirt. It's great to see Tunnicliffe back, isn't it? Yeah, Jordan had such a big, big role to play in the, mm. those uh, mid months of the season. Such a shame for him to get injured against Sheffield United, but the way that he came back again, really, really sort of heroic defender, somebody puts his body on the line ahead of the, everyone else, similar to Aaron Hayden in that sense as well. And again, when you look at that tonight, Jordan Tunnicliffe coming back, Will Boyle not even in the squad, just the serious strength and depth that we have at the back. God, exactly. As his throw bounces too high for Waters, but when it's cleared, Evans is able to flick it back to a Conquo, <laughs> who... Um, uh, that was a little bit close. Well, that was interesting, yeah. It was very close to going for a, a goal kick because he decided to casually catch it one-handed and ended up patty-caking it up in the air a couple of times just to make sure he had it under control. Bless him. Long ball by Oconquo, and Dolby again wins that. Oh, McFadgen's unlucky not to get there first. And a foul is given against him. I would say slightly harshly, perhaps. He's going... I don't know, he's going for the ball. Yeah, there's not a lot more that Callum McFadgen could do in that position. Yeah. He's, he's gone for the ball, he's collided with the man. I felt a bit like there was more contact on McFadgen, to be honest. But having said that, fair enough. It's, uh, yeah, uh, Oconquo was uh, trying to be cute and just scoop the ball one-handed earlier to receive it, the backheader. And it just rolled out of the cradle of his hand for a second, didn't it? But he, he managed to correct. He, so looked he, a, he looked a lot cooler than I felt in that. <laughs> yes. So here's Savage now coming up the pitch on the left-hand side as the crowd start making some noise. Ball sped inside for Huntley. Newcastle just moving it around the back patiently. McFadgen's stepped up to trigger the press. And it's won back by Youngwell. Waters, oh, it's unlucky. Tries to play the through ball. Maybe Dolby didn't quite have his turn in ready to just run onto it. Uh, he would have had a chance on goal, probably, if he had, as the referee allows a bit of physical play by Wrexham. As Cleworth barges into his van, and then lovely feet, McLinden in a crowd in midfield, beats one. Recognises he's outnumbered, so he feeds it back and Young pings the ball out wide. Nice nod inside, Jones helps it on. Can't find anyone, but it's in set by Ford. Good ball down the right channel. Waters back to goal, edge of the area. Turns one way, then the other, so work in Jones. Jones has to work hard by the corner flag to keep possession and then tries to feed it back to Ford, but it's intercepted and dinked away by the left-back Hackett for a throw to Rex on the halfway line. But yeah, this is, I guess, what where it's valuable for Newcastle, getting penned back by a professional team in front of a loud crowd. I guess it's good experience for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about that learning and the progression for them and how when their back's against the wall, when you've got players like Sam Dolby, Billy Waters, trying to peg them back in their own half, how do they play their way out, how do they get out, and then how do they make use of the ball when they've got it? Exactly, as Dolby beats Remy Savage again in the air, but the ball pops into midfield, Jones gets a foot in, Young typically scurrying, Gets there first, and the ball's fed back to a Conquo. His first kick is a long, flat one. He goes out for a throw, 
but that's the sort of ball we want our keepers to play. That's actually, I think, a good sign because if McFadgen had been as high as he has been in previous moves, he could have run on to that. Yeah, and, and an example there where a conqueror wants to spread the play wide immediately, get it to the wing-backs high up the pitch, and something that's been a key trait of the goalkeeper under Phil Parkinson so far. Stevenson scrapping away up front, but he can't win it, and Waters in the end, nice footwork again by him. Just a control possession. Evans fakes to go back and then beats Stevenson. Works it wide. McIlinden on the left over the top. Nice looking ball towards Dolby. Well read. Really good piece of defending up by Thompson to put it out of play for the throw to Wrexham. It's Tozer territory, but there's no Tozer. No, there's not, but it was really good play by George mm. Evans. So composed at the back there just to take the ball down and lay it off straight away. And I think it's going to be one of the key traits from him so far, from what we've seen, that he's so composed on the balls at his feet. Fadgen takes the throw, gets it back, crosses, headed away at the near post by Thompson. And then one on the edge of the box. But unluckily for Tunnicliffe, he can't find a teammate. Can they break now, Newcastle? Diallo gets it, he's quick. But Ford has got back really well to nick it from him and feed it back to Cleworth. Good first touch by Cleworth as well. And Oconquo casually launches a long high kick, which... Drifts out of play in the end, but again, you can see he's a prodigious kicker, even if he's not quite got his radar quite right yet. I think that's it for a conqueror because he hasn't played much football so far in pre-season, so tonight for him and maybe in the other rounds of the competition, you know, we don't know what the number one shirt's going to look like in the future, so he's got to have minutes in his legs as well, the old cliche, but it's going to be an important evening for him too. Yeah, exactly, it's just as important for goalkeepers to get into the rhythm of things as there is outfield players. As here again is Savage coming to the halfway line. And Oxham allow him to get that far and then starts to set the trap and he goes backwards, understandably. It's fed across the back again. And this time Thompson gives it away sloppily. Young now. Back to Tunnycliffe and Rexon can start again from the edge of the area. The Conquo has got clear to his right. He's going to chip it down the flank and... Again, unlucky, he's put out a play. I'm quite encouraged by the way he's trying to do things, he's just not quite got his touch right yet. He's chipped it over Ford's head, but he's looking to do the right things with it. Yeah, he's just trying to find his range, isn't he? I think he undercooked one and overcooked two. Um, but no, again, like I mentioned before, it's an opportunity for him to find his range, get his footing in. And again, especially playing from the seven, over 7,000 people this evening yeah. on his debut, you know, it's never going to be easy. So it'll be interesting to see how he progresses. Long kick by the keeper, Harris. Goes out for a throw to Wrexham. The Dale Webb asks, where's the drummer? Not here. <laughs> it's the best I can give you, Dale. Is over in the Bryce Griffith stand, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> As Dolby wins ahead again. McFadgen coming inside was caught. Ref played a good advantage. Sees there isn't really much of an advantage, though, and then he stops it for the free kick in midfield to Wrexham. The, uh, i got to say, a crowd in excess of 7,000 is very impressive for this tournament. Oh, it really is. Absolutely, you don't see crowds of anywhere near this number during the regular fixtures in the, in the group stages. So I think tonight, again, it's our own club record in the competition at home. And I suspect that that may be broken as the competition goes forward. Evan squares it. Yeah, you certainly get you know, the away fans from Crew, for example. Yeah. No, it's a Port Vale. In the Port Vale or home? Yeah, Port Vale. Away. Yeah. Pamela is asking, why aren't the Wrexham seats full? I understand the protest against number 21, so I talked about before the stream came up live on air, is, oh, Wrexham wants a free kick, which they don't get, some patient passing, and Clueth over the top, Waters felt he was fouled off the ball, nothing given. 
So he understands any boycott, but that's nothing Wrexham can control. Our lads need our unconditional support. I'm disappointed. I don't think it is that. I think it's just a, you know, cost of living crisis. The money's not easy for a lot of people to come by. This isn't covered by a season ticket, and therefore people thinking we'll, we'll give this one a rest and then we'll be there on Saturday. Yeah, and you, have to, to be fair. you have to look at the FA Trophy last season where actually we had smaller crowds than this. Uh, for, for, yeah. for the Scunthorpe game that we were in it so like you mentioned there the cost of living crisis you know things are expensive for people and when you pay for your season ticket as well it could be one game too many for some people and, and, and other people as well who maybe don't have a season ticket will come to the game as well so it, it does work both ways Dolby does well to chest the ball down under pressure Young feeds Kluwer and he quickly shoves it out to Ford and halfway line he's going forwards now tries to play an incisive ball which doesn't quite find Dolby but Jones is as always like a terrier charging and getting onto the ball and regulating play Evans now put under pressure plays a, another no-look back pass Oconquo out to Kluwerth Oconquo again and now he's got time to to ping this one he knocks it through the middle and that's a tester Dolby can't quite get that ahead of Savage it's hooked on a bit further by Huntley and Tony Cliff has got all the time in the world to roll through to Oconquo yeah, I, I think this is impressive because it's also like culturally fans don't come out as much for this tournament as well. So no, no. It's just a thing, isn't it? You see other clubs of our stature getting crowds of a thousand or something like that. Huge kick again by Oconquo. Dolby helps it on. Oh, just the wrong side of the defender and Waters is beaten to it or he'd be on completely through. But Dolby winning everything in the air. Yeah, and a really impressive kick for the second time now yeah. from Oconquo. He seems to much prefer it going longer than going shorter uh, from his early opening minutes and again Sam Dolby doing really well to win the ball in the air yeah he he pings that a hell of a long way this lick kick by him now hasn't found a teammate but I think it's more because the players dropped off than anything else but Wrexham win the second ball and Tunnicliffe chips a lovely little pass to McLinden who under pressure feeds it inside Young back to Tunnicliffe deep in his own half again 12th minute, still no score as George Evans chips forwards for Dolby. Savage tries to get a foot in, but Dolby has it. Let's Ford take over. Savage will be thinking, I'm in for a bit of a rough ride here. I'm not, I'm not liking this Dolby guy. As this time it's Evans over the top looking for Dolby. Lovely cushion ball back. Ford, big man Jones shifts it, the ball onto his right foot, drives forwards, then works it back into the space he created. And Ford has got the midfield to himself as he thinks of switching. And then goes back to Kluwerth. Kluwerth, nice ball to the feet of Dolby, edge of the area. Newcastle getting players back, getting their shape back. Can Wrexham work a way through? Ford now, 30 yards out. Back into the centre circle. Tunnycliffe now. Wrexham being patient, is moving it around, drawing Newcastle out. Young under pressure, keeps calm. Evans now. A lot of passes in this already. Goes over the top. Nice ball for Waters down the right channel. He's got no support. He thinks about hitting it. Angle's too tight. Pulls it back. Ford's got time to measure across. Sweeps it in beyond Dolby. McLinden just beaten to it. Ricochets off Dolby. McLinden hits it. Keeper drops it. Cleared off the line. McLinden again. Dolby! <laughs> finally, finally, Braxton score. I don't know what the world record is for most shots in a move before one goes in. But I'm certain we just broke it. I'm glad Dolby's got first goal of the season, though. The phrase pinball gets used often enough in football. That's the classic example of it. Plenty of opportunities. Billy Waters had one. McAlinden came close. And in the end, the composure of Sam Dolby, I think second time round for him, managed to find the bottom corner. Great to see him getting his first goal of the season as well.
But yeah, it had to be 1-0 from that scenario. I don't think anyone could have missed from that position. That was just insane, wasn't it? You know, getting the replay of that. I mean, Waters pulls it back. Really good cross. Yeah, beautiful ball by Ford. McIlinden shots blocked by a defender. That's one, then the keeper blocks his second one. Seems to have control of it, but lets it go. Waters has a shot which is blocked on the line. McIlinden has a shot blocked on the line. And then Dolby says, step aside, boys. Hold me pint. I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> that was fun. So, Wrexham leads, an early lead. It was a dangerous ball over top. Stevenson's through. Oconquo hits it clear. Offside, is it? I, I mean, I think a foul. Yeah, well, it must have been. I've got to be honest, I thought that Stevenson's shirt had been pulled. But the uh, free kicks are given to Wrexham on the edge of the day. The striker looks suitably confused. Oconquo did get there, to be fair, and deal with it. But still, that was a edgy little moment for Wrexham. First time we've had one there in this game. Yeah, the first time that Newcastle have really got in behind that Wrexham defence uh, down the right-hand side. I mean, Oconquo really, really composed in his clearance, mind you, despite the, uh, the foul being given. Again, Dolby does well, finds Ford, the keep ball on the overlap for Jones, whips it in, Dolby flicks it and doesn't get enough on it. And it goes across the face of goal. But, yeah, it's great to see Dolby starting to find that form he had last season. He, he began it on Saturday, I thought, but in a good shift on Saturday. Yeah, Phil Parkinson mentioned it in the interview after the game as well, how... Um, how strong and composed Sam Dolby was alongside the Palmer. That was a combination we'd not seen all too often, but he did really look but it looks like he's taken that sort of motivation from Saturday into tonight's game. Such a confident and composed start, and the goal will only help him. Yeah, absolutely. So Newcastle, again, moving it around at the back, savage confidence on the ball, but Dolby doesn't let him go, so he has to go back to the keeper. And Wrexham holding this lead now and looking to impose themselves further Newcastle just slowing it down again the yeah, Wrexham FC Boston not yet sure about Oconquo's goal saving prowess but he's a potential offensive weapon as Waters gets very close to the keeper on the back pass forcing him to thump it long and out of play clearing 70-80% of the pitch with these Super Paul Mullen and Palmer are going to love him yeah I was thinking the same thing that sort of skimming ball that he's hit twice over the top are the sort of things that Paul Mullen needs up for breakfast, isn't it? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When the, that long ball then bounces once, Mullen's so quick in there, just to nip on the shoulder and try and take the ball from defenders. Does look like his sort of dream. Oh, absolutely. As the ball's bobbling in midfield, switched over by Newcastle to Parkinson on the right-hand side. And he looks to take on McFadgen. They both go down in the ground. And Newcastle bench are shouting for a penalty. But they don't get it. Oh, and there's a late tackle then on Tunnicliffe. Uh, guilty parties throwing his hands up in astonishment that he, he's been penalised, but I've got to say, it was, it was a bit late, I thought. Yeah, almost a little bit of frustration from not getting a decision one yeah. way for him. If you look there, he gets straight back up. And, yeah, late tackle there. Well, the refs called him across. Uh, Realising now there are some Newcastle fans here, actually, I didn't realise, but there's some down in the corner. And he's not got boxes, and like that, he's just been given a warning. But again, for, for these Newcastle players, it's about that experience yeah. of when you do have a decision go against you like that, how do you then go and respond with it? That tackle possibly isn't the, the greatest way of going around. Obviously, we saw the incident with Paul Mullin during pre season yeah. in, in America, and it's about how you go and manage those scenarios. And I think Ben Parkinson a little bit frustrated he didn't get the penalty decision going in his way. 
we've got a good view on the stream there, the Newcastle fans, and there's a good, decent number of them. All credit to them for coming to see their own 21s as the ball's poked down the line to Parkinson. The ball fed back, and Ragus is able to hack it across the pitch, to hack it appropriately. Now on the halfway line, as the Newcastle fans sing the familiar blade and races, Savage crosses the halfway line. Diallo made a run, but it's really a hard one for Savage to see, so they're going to recirculate it again as Hackett feeds it inside and Carlion's put under pressure straight away and has to go back to his keeper. Ball worked out to Thompson. And they're popping it around again neatly in midfield. But apart from that ball through the middle straight after the goal, really found it difficult to... Pierce Wrexham as the ball's knocked forwards, Hackett won't get to that. Good foot in, ricochets it to the edge of the Wrexham area though, and Evans will be sharp to bring it down and clear it. Waters gets a foot to it, great work by Young, just break play up when Newcastle are threatening to get maybe past their way through. And now Jones plays a great ball to Dolby, another good run by Dolby down the right. Players getting into the box room now as he gets in the area. Now, can he shoot a square? He hits it, defended it well, stuck with him. And now it's a chance for Diallo to break, he's fast, like I said. He cuts inside on his right foot and manages to work it across to the right-hand side. Thompson back to him, Diallo, 20 yards out, tries the shot, blocked. And Jones gets the loose ball. Newcastle come to life as very, very calm defending by Ford in his area. Knock it long, Dolby wins it again. Waters helps it on for Dolby, good ball. There's no support for the two strikers, Waters made the good run over the top. Dolby Rav had his head down, didn't see it. Works it wide to Ford now. And Ford has got Hackett isolated. Starts to go around the outside. He's got Dolby in support. Oh, and he plays a lovely ball to Dolby. He pulls it back. Savage managed to leave a foot in the way. Ford's won it back on the edge of the box. It ricochets into Dolby. Back to Ford. Chips it in towards Waters. He tries the overhead kick. Doesn't make contact. The crowd enjoyed that. And Kylie Hunt now looks to spare for Parkinson. His first touch tests Tony Cliff and he's managed to get past him and that will be a foul against Tony Cliff I've got to say I thought that was Tony Cliff's ball when it dinked over his head but he didn't manage to get there and he's got himself a, a yellow card which is the correct call I would say yeah definitely I think Tony Cliff just stretching too far for that one in the end I thought he was going to just get there and again nothing really the referee can do in that scenario he has impeded his man but what a really fun passage of football that was end to end Really, really good touch in the first attacking phase from Wrexham by Billy Waters just to take the ball down, relay it into Sam Dolby. They were looking to take the lead, and then Amadou Diallo, really, really good on the counter-attack. I think his shot was blocked by his own man in the end. But really, the first time on the counter-attack, Newcastle have really been able to get between the Wrexham midfield and defensive lines. Yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable game. Newcastle, are, as you would expect, really, from a Premier League academy team, trying to keep the ball down, trusting their techniques. Their defence, though, is looks vulnerable whenever Wrexham asks a question of it, in all honesty. Which isn't that surprising, they're young lads. The ball's chipped in towards the far post, and that's got too much on it. It goes out of play for a goal kick to Wrexham. And as Miley was shrugging his shoulders, the player who took it, just like, why wasn't someone there? Uh, there's no one anywhere near that, though, I'm afraid, so... I think the one big difference that I can spot so far between the two teams is that real physical difference, especially between Sam Dolby, Billy Waters and the Newcastle backline as well. It looks every single time Wrexham go forward, they look like they're going to cause them all sorts of problems and they almost let them go straight through them. Long goal kick by Oconquo, again one in the air by Dolby, but Kylian beats Waters to it. 
Spent back to Clues, who lifts over the top, and that's something for Dolby and Waters to chase. And Dolby will get there first on the right flank, holds it up nicely, and again works in forward. He thinks about the early cross, decides against this. He's drawn Hackett to the goal line, and then he weeps in a cross. Keeper can't get to it, and oh, it's well cleared by Thompson initially. It comes out to Jones, 30 yards out, who always on the move, pops it back to Evans and then offers. That was a nasty cross which the keeper just couldn't get to. And it was uh, on the stretch, but he did well at the far post, Thompson, just to manage to get a foot on it and squeeze it away towards the edge of the area. This is Young now in the centre circle, Newcastle with everyone behind the ball. Tony Cliff down the line to McFadden. And he feeds one into the box, looking for Waters, so it's overhead. And Hackett will get there and drive it clear, straight to Kluwer, with lots of time on the halfway line to start another attack. McFadden is taking up a position for the switch, and the right-back's got his back turned to him as Waters picks it up on the right and finds Ford. This is nice interplay. Back inside by Waters. Ford misses his pass towards the edge of the box. He tries to make amends and puts enough pressure on to force an overhead pass, and Wrexham have the ball once more. Evans to Young. All in the centre circle, McAlinden, who's enjoying himself in the middle of the pitch. Back to Tony Cliff, Wrexham's working around, just starting to draw Newcastle out again, just trying to f create those spaces between the lines as Diallo comes quickly out and charges down Cluith. So the beauty of having a, a very fast player on the press. He can, he can make those suicidal runs, but actually get there. Yeah, I think Hamadou Diallo is really the bright spark in this Newcastle attack. If they're going to find a way through, it's going to be through him. And whether it's his quick pressing again, like we saw there on Cluith or the breakaway before, he seems like he's going to be the real link between the midfield and the attack if they are going to have any joy this evening. And asked Wrexham, Baltimore, Wrexham fanatic after the goal, said, shot, 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 score! What did I just see? Well, I think that was exactly a perfect, that, yeah. exactly that, a perfect yeah. commentary there, I think. Absolutely, what you just saw was a, a, a fairly daft goal, but it just shows that Newcastle are struggling to get clear their lines when we put them under pressure. It's again, Waters, Dolby and Ford do ever so well on the right-hand side in a tight space, and now Wrexham switch. McLinden burst down on the left-hand side. He's going to go it alone, I think. McFadgen's in support, McLinden checks back in the end and gives it to him. Level the edge of the box, it'll give and go by McFadgen, McLinden wins the throw. There, the way we're moving the ball around is very sharp, isn't it? Yes, it certainly is. Lee McLinden again, having a really good start to the game, someone that hasn't had really any minutes or involvement at all and seems to have fitted in pretty seamlessly tonight. Waters wins a free kick. I've got to say, he slipped as the ball was pinned to him by Tunnicliffe. He did remarkably well. He was falling away from the ball. And, well, Newcastle player did make contact with him. He may be a little unfortunate in that Waters was so off balance, any contact was going to knock him down and look bad. He did make contact with him, though, and it is a free kick, and it's in, uh, well, just outside shooting range. Luke Young might disagree, I suspect not. Big men up at the far post, the two wing-backs are back in defence. It's Young... It was a two-man wall blocking the pass to goal, which now becomes a one-man wall. Chips it in to the far post. Dolby wins another header. Picked up back to goal by Cluworth, lays it off. Now Jones driving forward. The pass back from Cluworth just got stuck under his feet, though, and it's cleared only as far as Ford. Oh, it's a bad touch by Ford. And Diallo's robbed him, and he's away now. Running at last defender, McFadgen. Wrexham getting back quickly, though. And his pass has worked wide, but it'll be capped in, though, by Stevenson. He's got support in Diallo, who's now switched over to the right after following the ball after his run. 
and he's about 25 yards out. Newcastle looking for spaces now as they work it across to Hackett. Again, Diallo's pace, a real threat. He picks it up again, 30 yards out. Floats a brilliant ball into the box, great chance, and it's missed. There was no flag, a huge opportunity there. Brilliant from Diallo, as you said, he's so good, but scooped over the bar with just a keeper to beat. What a chance that was. We're seeing Diallo again getting in these key positions. He's almost got a free roaming role. He wasn't offside. George Evans, there you can see, played him onside. And that's just a big example there of somebody just didn't like the didn't have the composure in that final third. He's there looking for options, a brilliant ball, how he spotted it. An excellent run still from Parkinson, which he can take away from it. But he's got to be hitting the target there and he's got to be making that 1-1. What a chance it was. Brilliant work throughout the move by Diallo. As Tunnicliffe swore to head the ball out of play. And just a reminder from the Newcastle ones, yeah, they lack experience and maybe physicality, but they've got technique. Oh, except for that finish, I suppose, but the, the quality of the build-up and the pass from Diallo, absolutely terrific. So throw into Newcastle on the right-hand side, Thompson throws it in. And Parkinson will have to go all the way back to his keeper. It's Harris taking his time, the ball's his feet, decides his defence can start to play it off. <laughs> Me, the wife, and the Wrexham AFC podcast, I'm aware of those guys' work. More Newcastle fans tonight to watch in the 21s on a Tuesday night than a lot of National League teams brought to the race course last season. Well, you know, they are fanatics. The Newcastle fans, proper, proper football city with the stadium looming over the skyline as Newcastle moving around at the back but you could see they were just getting into a bit of trouble Miley, great challenge to stop McFadden benefiting and in the end it's a throw in to Newcastle as Waters stepped in well to tackle Bulls thrown into the middle of the pitch another good tackle by Waters and McLendon thumps the ball against Miley who again is unhappy with his teammates for the hospital pass he played in McFadden back to Evans obviously Evans showed good pace trying to get back when that Mundial was breaking as well lovely ball by him out to four drops perfectly on his chest back to McClewith and Wrexham Newcastle keeping quite a high line Waters like oh, thinking, trying to run beyond them and keep himself onside as he was doing that though Wrexham again were in danger, Ford lost the ball, ricocheted dangerously, but Wrexham won it back, and now it's Hackett, pinging it to Diallo, the danger man, running at Kluwerf this time, gets to the corner of the box, cuts inside, tries a shot, takes a deflection, goes over, and it's a corner to Newcastle, but yeah, there's a mur discontented murmur in the crowd, he's a bit concerned by the way Diallo can get at us. But well, he seems to be the real bright spot, doesn't he, in this Newcastle attack, we mentioned it before, if there was any way that they were going to get any, it would be through him, and he's so quick with the ball on his feet, isn't he? But it's not just that, it's his technical ability to pick out a pass like he did for the cross to Parkinson earlier. Corner then. To Newcastle. On the right-hand side. Everyone back defending for Axum. Signal from Miley, drives it to the floor, it's a pre-works one, laid back, and it's put over the bar. Was that a tackle by Evans? That's very good defending by Evans. He's managed to get read the set-piece move and get a foot in, great defending. Yeah, George Evans is really like a bright spark so far since arriving, looked assured on Saturday and again today so far, looks really, really composed and a, a real versatile addition to Phil Parkinson's squad. Another corner which Miley will take, swings it this time to the far post, headers towards goal, an easy take for a Conquo. 
nobody really rushing up the pitch except a Conquo who's looking for options. But I think the rest of the team were happy just to hold on to it for a bit and slow things down. But yeah, it was a nicely worked move that, you know, drilling it to the near post, turning it around the corner. And it would have been a massive chance if Evans hadn't read it brilliantly to get a foot in. The Conquo's kick goes a bit too high and therefore drops a bit short of its target. Ford gets a foot in, it spins away to Diallo, holding it up. He can't in the end, Jones takes it from him, pings it to Waters, good tight control by Waters in a crowded area. The fans are appreciating some of his work. Evans to Jones, Wrexham being pressed very hard in their own half. Evans chips down the line for Dolby, but doesn't find him. And Newcastle lock it forwards, but Stevenson miscontrols. And it's back to a Conquo, who pings it with a lot of distance, but straight onto the head. Well, I say onto the head, onto the thigh in the end of Robertson. And it's good foot in, unlucky by McElhinden. Tackled well, but it just rolled out of play. So in taking quickly, Kylie and laying it off. Newcastle looking a lot more competitive now. As I say that, they roll out of play for a throw in the halfway line. But yeah, it's a nice flow about this game. As you'd expect, Wrexham are just coming to try and score goals and attack. And Newcastle moving around nicely. Dolby has a lovely touch. McFadgen now through the middle. Put under pressure, holds on to it well. Waters wants it out wide and McFadgen gets the pass wrong. He complains that Dolby didn't make a run for him. But I think the, the ball out to Waters was on. And Newcastle look to clear. Miley can troubles to bring it down. Owen Young forces him backwards. Miley, lovely ball up to the feet of Stevenson. Good hold up play. Poor pass to Owen. McFadgen plays a neat little pass. He gets clipped. The ref plays a good advantage. Well, Newcastle's pressing all of a sudden is fierce. And Wrexham are passing around it well here. Ball over the top. Looking for Waters by fours, but he can't get there. Savage has to poke it out for a throw by the corner flag. Taken quickly. Jones back to Waters. It's worked back to Kluwerth joining in an attack on the right now. Waters, cute ball around the corner. Ford holding it up. Ooh, I think he was looking for Kluwerth there. Evans reads it and then turned around the corner beautifully by Jones and the Waters didn't read it. And he puts a little hand up to say, nice idea, mate, but I didn't see that coming. No, but I think Newcastle, you mentioned before, they're playing with a real confidence now when they're bringing the ball out. The, the press is high, they're all working together. And I think that that confidence playing in front of a crowd like this has now sort of settled them down a little bit. That they've reacted well to going down uh, by a goal and I think that so far that they'll be quite pleased in the way they've responded and they've had opportunities as well to level absolutely long kick Tony Cliff can't make contact because he's put under pressure oh, they must have taken a flick off and then the throw's gone Newcastle's way no one's complaining about it so fair enough so throw to Newcastle about 25 yards out thrown back to the halfway line Thompson can set himself Feeds it square, charged down by McElhinden, another throw-in to Newcastle in Wrexham territory, about 30 yards out. 32nd minute. And Newcastle are starting to settle into this. It's wicked throwing down the line. Ball's worked back into him. Miley under pressure in midfield, switches nicely, Savage, but a space in the centre circle now. Let's hack it take over. Diallo now. In midfield, Wrexham with everyone behind the ball. Ball's fed back to Thompson. Wiggett again on the right, a little bit of space he can move into. Stevenson's made the gap on the edge of the area with his movement. It's stood up towards the edge of the area. And has to be nodded back by Huntley to Diallo. And Wrexham are keeping their shape well here. Newcastle probing. Wrexham 
just not allowing the spaces to appear for them to exploit. And now James Jones is hassling Hackett and forcing the back pass. That was good. The fans are a mixture of applauding the subs coming out to warm up, and I think the, the solid defensive shape the Wrexham showed. Newcastle again just slowing it down at the back. They don't see anything they fancy. And so it's Harris the keeper to restart the move. Fed across to Wiggett on the right-hand side, halfway line, put under pressure, McFadgen gets rid of it, tackles him well. <laughs> Dale Litton, I just, I just saw what you were sniggering at. Dale Litton's picture, Mark and I, in Dallas, Texas. I, I, I don't think I've ever been to Dallas, and I'm not just saying that in relation to the claims I've been, you know, at the book depository, but um, that picture proves otherwise. I definitely have been to Dallas. I was going to say, I could have sworn you were sat next to me, but I... Yeah, well, who knows? There, wow, nice one, Dale. You've uncovered my secret. Still Newcastle moving it around in their own half. Lifted over the top. That's asking them too much of Stevenson and Conco's there comfortably. K1 first player tokens says, greetings from Sacramento and the international supporters' discord. From the look of things, our new keeper's doing well. How's he adjusted to playing here? It's early days, isn't it, really? And like I say, he's lacking match fitness, um, or match practice, should I say? But he's an imposing figure. I'll just break off for a moment because he's hit a good long ball and Dolby got it down beautifully. McFadgen cuts again from the left, drills it against the defender. No chance of a handball. He's too close to him. And it's worked backwards to Tunnicliffe. And Rexham has to start once more. Evans now. Young takes over again. And Rexham are now being patient. Newcastle in their own half, keeping their shape rather than pressing. Stevenson's running from defender to defender in a forlorn chase, it's fed to Jones, nice work by Jones to just wriggle out of trouble. And now he tries to keep the move going, Young helps it on quickly, Tunnicliffe, the space on the left now, Tunnicliffe moves into it, finds McFadgen. Newcastle starting to st step up and reduce the space between their lines, and so Evans tries something a bit spectacular and it was always Overhead goes through for a goal kick. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, he's, he certainly looks comfortable. He's played it for crew for half a season as well, so this level of football is something he's been at, and of course, by in Sturm Graz, he's been a much higher level of football, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, deadline day, uh, signing being Arthur, so uh, we spoke to him at the time in, in his interview with the club, um, with myself, he, he spoke about how much he really wanted to be here and learn from the other goalkeepers like Mark Howard and get that experience. As Young intercepts, now Rexham come forwards again, McLinder on the left, under pressure, good strength, holds off Miley, Miley's back on his feet, and he challenges again, good tackle, throw to Rexham, level the edge of the area. Yeah, it's uh, and as Phil Parker said as well, it, he, he, he was a target, but he thought maybe an optimistic target, and delighted to have him with us. Here's Young switching across to Cluath now, Cluath has got Ford ahead of him. Falls will work it backwards. Yeah, Newcastle looking a lot more secure off the ball now. I'm loath to say they were nervous early on. I, I hate it when people say that because you can't prove it. But they certainly have settled more. It's that kick by Okonkwo goes to the edge of the area. Keeper just about beats Dolby to it. Dolby and Waters with the two outfield players most likely to reach it. And the keeper, I think, belatedly realised and was able to get out and just about beat them to it. I think part of the reason the keeper was able to get out to there, because I don't think Dolby and Waters had spoke to each other as to who was going to take that one, is you look there and you see both of them running towards the ball, neither really communicated in the end 
Harris was able to clear. Fadjan feeds it into the box, Waters hits a shot, keeper takes it comfortably, but again, nice idea. Waters hitting it for left of centre, and he is a live wire up front, he's really beavering away, Waters, fair placement. Yeah, both him and Sam Dolby doing really well on the shoulder, looking to turn their man when they get the opportunity. They did so both before, before uh, Aidan Harris managed to clear it, and again there, Billy Waters in a great position to receive the ball from Callum McFadgen, but didn't quite have the angle or the venom on the strike to really cause him any danger. Yeah, he was trying to do a mulling, wasn't he? Just rip it from the left side of the box, inside the far post. Didn't get, didn't set it as far outside the post as he wanted to. Now Waters is pressing, a one-man press, really, chasing the keeper. Ooh, got a good lunging in front of him. Good job for the keeper that he was able to get some elevation on his kick, or it could have been embarrassing for him. Throw into Wrexham on the halfway line. Wrexham still lead 1-0, 38th minute here at the Stoke Kairas. Short throw to Jones. And Kluwerth uses a Conquo. He again hits it first time. Waters couldn't get back in time. Dolby on the halfway line, got a push in the back and still won it. Savage clears. And Diallo sprinting like crazy. No chance of keeping the ball in. But he just he covers ground so easily and so sort of fluidly, doesn't he? It's, it's so easy for him to to hit the top speed. It, look, it looks effortless, and there's, there's no um, real time is there between zero and 100 in in that sense for him. He finds it so easy, like you mentioned, and I think that's what caused us a little bit of danger in those midsections in the game where we didn't quite anticipate how quick he was to cover the ground and cover the speed. Well, Conco again gives Dolby something to win. This time, Savage wins it, held up by Diallo. And a lot of pressure again, he looks up, up to the right flank to see where Parkinson is. Parkinson wants to play them behind McFadgen. Diallo decides it's too dangerous a pass, but he gets it again. And he's going to try and make the play once more. He's, he's starting to wander around, he knows he's got quality and he's trying to prompt the game, isn't he? There's a little bit of swagger about his game, isn't yeah. there, where he started on the left, but actually he's drifting into the centre and off to the right, because I think he knows as well if they're to get themselves back into the game, it's going to be through him, and he's trying to take it by the scruff of the neck for them. He's dropped off there and found some space, works it wide, he wants it back and gets it. The ball is attracted to him, it seems now. Jones trying to stop him from progressing. He pokes a well-weighted ball to Hackett, but he tries to pull it back again to Diallo. Diallo hadn't continued his run, and Jones's clearance... I thought might have given something of waters to chase, but Savage intercepts and Carly and his Rexham back off. Might contemplate the shot. He feeds it on and Miley helps it on again to the right. Pulled back inside and it's wicked feeding it to Carly and Rexham. Apart from Waters in the halfway line and Dolby about halfway up the half, uh, dropped to the edge of the area here. And Newcastle are moving it around nicely. Carly works it across again. Wiggins again, looking for options. Pops a little give and go down the right. Parkinson's touch is heavy. Wrexham are patient though. They're keeping their shape. They're letting Newcastle pass around in front of them. Savage comes forwards, pops it backwards. Every single outfield player is in the Wrexham half now. As Newcastle tries to probe. Oh, great foot in by Ford. And Waters does well, actually, to get to a 50-50, uh, the fall created. And now Rakan Wrexham break, Dolby holds it up, but his pass just a bit behind Young. Wrexham being pressed on the edge of the box, so it goes back to Oconquo. And he's a great release, because there we are, now it's in the Newcastle half. Dolby goes up for it, comes off a defender, throw in. Dolby sees the chance maybe to take a quick one and put Jones in. 
but decides not to gamble of possession and Wrexham go back into the last five minutes of the half McFadgen is looking for the switch again instead we go the other way forward on the halfway line pops it forwards Waters pass is inaccurate Clueth again has to drop deep and Wrexham to start again Jones finds a bit of space in the halfway line helps it wide and Ford goes Galloping forwards, Waters goes down off the ball. Hell of a charge down the right-hand side by Kluwer, and he drives it across, cleared it in the near post. Diallo is after it and rides Jones's tackle, and Jones pulls his shirt, and that'll be another yellow card, surely. Yeah, definitely a yellow card there. I think James Jones had one go, tried to almost rugby tackle him, stop him round the waist a little bit. Didn't quite get there. The second one certainly infringing him for a yellow card, but again, it just shows that little bit of fear. Maybe in the back of Wrexham players' minds that they know when Diallo's got the ball, he's got the half turn on them to actually then go, change gear, change direction, and then launch the counter-attack from there. So, a professional foul, I think, that they, or a, or a, a tactical foul. In. I mean, as, we, as Ford has already discovered, if Diallo just manages to nick it beyond you, he is gone. Yeah. Nobody's catching him. And Jones was in the same situation there. I thought he'd have won the first ball, actually, because obviously in a battle between those two, Jones's strength is his advantage. But Diallo managed to get there. And yeah, Jones knew he was in trouble and took one for the team. Cunnicliffe clears, McFadgen seemed to be pushed over, but maybe didn't put up enough resistance. But a big ping out to the left flank by Wiggett just picks out Ford. And now he can try to run at Hackett. Look at Diallo's using his pace defensively, though, to get back to him and force Ford to play it backwards. Evans now in the centre circle. Young. Again, Newcastle just dropped off, keeping this the 4-5-1 shape that they keep when they haven't got the ball. And inviting Wrexham to find a way through. McLinden on the halfway line, switches. Oh, he's underhit that badly. Diallo maybe could have brought that down. He chooses to head it. And now he's chasing his own header. Clueth calmly nods it to Jones, who turns it over the top. And Dolby's in a race of Savage. Dolby looks a little quicker than Savage, but Savage had enough of a head start to be able to just get there first and put out for a throw level the edge of the area. I think we've possibly lost a little bit of our fluency going forward. Yeah. It feels a little bit broken that we don't quite have somebody nipping at the defenders, winning that ball and laying it off to Dolby and Waters. It's a lot of work down either flank, but nothing really cutting through into Dolby and Waters to really feed off. Yeah, it feels like Newcastle have stepped her up a bit. They're better off the ball. And we are starting to find it more difficult just to pass our way through them. Here's Tony Cliff now. Since I said, you know, they, they're looking uncomfortable in the box, we've not really got the ball in the box to carry on that, with that impression as oh, Jones overheads that badly straight through to the keeper. He's, yeah, Newcastle will be happy with the way they've come back in this because, well, after 15 or so minutes, you wondered whether it was going to be. A bit of a thumping. It's the ball again is fed back to the keeper, Harris. Dolby gets fairly close. Harris plays a pass, which asks quite a lot of Huntley, but he does well under pressure to feed it backwards, and it's knocked over Exum's defence. Tunnicliffe heads it partly away. Young does well. Nicks it from Parkinson. And back to Okonkwo. Okonkwo takes on his man and slips as he clears, but gets it to the halfway line. It's an awkward little touch, but... He got away with it, OK, now Diallo, driving past Jones, edge of the area, hits it, and Okonkwo makes a good save, low to his left. The fans show their appreciation. But he got a big frame, he can cover that goal from post to post, can't he? 
Well, it's a good reset from McConquo there because he did have that slip just a moment before he lost the ball and he could have been thinking about it, but in the end, resets really well. And even then, despite the frame, it's hard to get down so quickly with that size into corner to corner. He does really, really well because, again, they are ready to pounce and did really well to get the shot away. But I'd say it's the first time McConquo has really been called into action. Corner's very deep and is headed back to the edge of the area. Rex Mann will be able to clear it yet. Ford gets an important touch in, he's got it now, and he hooks it away well. Oh, he's found Waters. Now, can Waters hold this up? Only one minute of added time as Waters lays it back and gives it away. So, danger here as Diallo tries to cross the far post, badly overhead that. Goal kick to Rexham. Yeah, so one minute to play and... Yeah, I think Rexham might be quite glad to get in and just reset themselves a little bit, having controlled so much of the early part of the game. Yeah, it was a really promising opening 15-20 minutes where Sam Dolby got the opening. There were plenty of other chances in the round, not just in the build-up to that goal. And then since then, Newcastle actually have looked really assured. They've looked good in and out of possession. They've held their shape well, they've pressed well, and Diallo has been a real star for them in this opening 45 minutes. But I think whilst we've got the lead, I think... Phil Parkinson will want to see improvements in the second half. I think Ben Dawson will want more of the same if how they've finished. Yeah, absolutely. As Newcastle get the ball back, we're nearly at the end of that added minute now. Savage chips over the top. A good run that by Stevenson. He's brought it down as well, but he lifts it over the bar again. To be fair, he had a tight angle, and Oconquil is a big figure when he comes out. That's half time, but again, Newcastle showing that they have threats. Stevenson again showing that he can make good runs off the ball. And yeah, Beckham just about value for the 1 0. But like I said, you wouldn't have 25 minutes ago, you wouldn't be thinking I'd be saying they're just about good value. Oh no, not at all. Well, Stevenson, a really good touch from him there to take that ball out of the sky to then bring it down. And in the end, there wasn't much room to, I mean, it's how stupid, not much room to lob a six foot six goalkeeper. Um, but it was a tight angle. And in the end, like you mentioned, I'd have possibly thought Wrexham maybe to be 2 3 nil up at half-time with the way that that first 20 minutes played out, but Newcastle certainly looked really, really good. As we mentioned before, they've held the shape well. I think maybe unlucky to be 1-0 down on the balance of play. Yeah, yeah. this is fun. It is. It's, it's a very interesting, open and fluid game. But Wrexham do lead to that really well-created goal. Evans with that great pass over the top, good run by Waters. And when he fed it back, Ford ripped a beauty into the six-yard box, then it was all madness. It was a McLinden shot, first shot blocked by a defender, second by the keeper, who then spills it. Waters has a shot blocked on the line, and then Dolby somehow threads it between two defenders. It ends up with Newcastle defenders lying all over the place on the floor, but Wrexham had the lead, and that's, that's what matters. Yeah, it felt like the lead was coming, there were plenty of chances, and again, here you can see them. I thought Harris had the ball relatively yeah. under control there, spilt it from nowhere. Billy Waters turned blind and shot. McLinden had his chance. And then fight had to go in in the end. It, it, it had to go in and Sam Dolby managed to coolly and just slide the ball in to get himself off the mark for the season. Yeah, the keeper seemed to have claimed it and then it looked almost like he pounces on it and then sort of pushes it down onto the ground with his hands and it sort of squeezes out again. So it's quite an unusual error by the keeper. But, hey, what can you say? <laughs> just seeing our reaction on the screen I was disappointed and calm about that wasn't I yeah the guy behind us was happy that's the most important thing yeah I feel, I feel like my laughing there kind of <laughs> kind of ruins it all this isn't frivolous Matt this is football darn it <laughs> but there are other chances I mean Jones 
received a layoff from Kluwer, but it's just they were too close to each other, and he just once he'd taken a touch, it was difficult for him. And of course, that that great ball over for Diallo, which Stevenson brought down beautifully, but then lifted over the keeper and the bar. He almost just rushes it in the end. It's a brilliant ball from Diallo, and he takes it down with his right foot. And I think he's conscious of does he let it bounce? Does it not? And in the end, he's caught it almost on the half volley, and it's fallen so unlucky for that one. Dots go in. I love the snap of his passes, the way that he clips those passes in. It's beautiful, isn't it? And then he did it again right at the end of the half, of course. But yeah, Newcastle, as the game's gone on, they've made more chances. That clipped ball at the end again, put Stevenson clear. And again, he couldn't quite manage it as Oconquo made a good save as well. And yeah, it's, it's been increasingly difficult for Wrexham to deal with Newcastle's creativity, and, and especially Diallo. And we are set up for a proper fun second half with, of course, the bizarre possibility of a penalty shootout at the end of a group game, which I can't quite get my head round. But, hey, they should get four points, I say, four points for a win, because if you actually win the game, you should get more than one point's benefit over a side winning a shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four for a win, two for a penalty shootout, one for a draw. That's my theory. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the... That final chance for Stevenson. Oh, just a conco so big, monster coming out. Yeah, no chance for him to throw over him. So there we are, half time. It's 1 0 to Wrexham. Okay. broken taking matters into your own hands assembling big dreams from the small things never stopping until you find the right part at the right price that's the eBay way hello football fans this is a smart meter display. It helps you tackle energy usage, manage your spending, and keep you on target. Now that's a hat trick. Search Get a Smart Meter today. Yeah, yeah, from my understanding is that he's been brought in primarily as a midfielder, but I think he's one of them players that is so gifted 
that he can play multiple positions and tonight when you look at the squad and the balance of it actually he's better suited to play centre back and he's slotted right in he's played really well and you can see his midfield attributes because he's so good with the ball at his feet so composed at bringing the ball out the back but I think he's going to be one of the luxury players as we go through this season a bit like Tom O'Connor and a couple of others James McLean being one of them they can play a multitude of positions and that actually the manager can turn his hand and go do you know what we need this gap plug in you can go and play there because we'll know that you'll do a job and I think that I think they'll be one of a few players this season that will really see stand up and do a job like that I mean, at Tramie, when he came on, like, like you said, he, he didn't have long to show what he could do, but you could see he was a good player. <laughs> just, just the way he addressed the ball, the way he moved around. But they put him on the left of the midfield three, which I sort of thought might not be the sort of way we'd normally use him, and I assumed that was just, you know, rather than disrupt a midfield unit that's done really well, when you make the change, you just go like for like. But he looked perfectly comfortable getting forwards and joining in in attacks and working the ball around in tight little areas. And you think, oh, yeah, this, this ball can play football. Well, that's the thing, isn't it, where maybe at the end of a game like we had at Trammer on Saturday, you want to protect your lead. But actually, in some respects, he managed to bring the ball out. He joined the attack as often as he did. And he, and he just looks a really assured football. I mean, he's played a lot of his football in the Championship and in League One, and he's going to be a really smart and assured addition, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. He, he, looks, like a, he looks like a good one to me. Amazingly, it's, it's quite a while since he started the match. Incredibly. Yeah. It's like, it's like nearly two seasons or something daft like that. But he's been at a very high level, which naturally means that, you know, you're coming up against some terrific competition to get starts. But no, no, he's, he's an exciting signing in, in our eyes. Um, Pamela was saying, I noticed height disparity during the Tramia match. We do seem to be fielding a few big lads. And yeah, I like it. I yeah, like same. It. We, you know, we've got good technical players, but we're huge. And that's some, something that's really annoyed me about sort of the lazy media stuff that's come from... Well, national media maybe more than, than people actually at the games. But this idea that because we have the long throw, that we are a long ball team and, and people talk about us being direct. I, I, and I mean, I'm quite glad looking at the figures this season, it, it confirms certainly what I thought, which was that we're not a direct team, we mix it up. We're, we're more short passing than direct, but we can do that and we can get physical with teams. And yeah, you look at the units out here today, you look, just turned down looking at the subs and seeing, you know, the, the size of some of them as well. We've got, we got big players as well as good players, and that physicality is a great thing to have, isn't it? And I think at times, maybe last year, we were guilty of being, especially in the National League, we were battling against high, we had a bit of a smaller midfield and a bit of a smaller defence at times. I think you look at it now and it's a bit mouthwatering. So it's like you mentioned, that stereotype of a long ball team. Well, actually, the long throw is an asset, you know, people can complain about it, but... You wouldn't turn it down if it was on your side, if you had someone like Ben Tosin exactly. that can hurl a ball in. And if you've got players as good in the air as you have with Will Boyle, who's been a real asset this summer, Aaron Hayden coming back, we saw it on Saturday, and you've still got other people, Ollie Palmer, Sam Dolby, Owen O'Connell, George Evans now. There is plenty of people who are really, really good in the air. Jordan Davis, another one who's subtly good in the air, but he often takes set pieces. So actually, you've got the talent there, you've got the players who are good at it and I don't see why you can't do both because sometimes like Saturday you need to have a bit of a back to the wall performance and the pretty passing isn't necessarily required it's about getting through a game and I think it's having that trade-off between the two styles but certainly that height difference at times this season I think will prove key exactly and, and again you know last season sometimes we would be direct to use Mullin that's not route one football that's having a player whose movement is outstanding and having players deeper than him who are able to clip that difficult pass over the top without going through to the keeper out of play. That's not that's not that's not move on, that's 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 a good football as far as I'm concerned. 
I don't know. Anyway, a beer, bear, beer. I did notice this before, and I thought... <laughs> I, I misread this at first and thought he was being serious, and he'd seen him play in the States, and I realised what he's saying. So beer, bear, beer says, I almost got hit by one of those Aconquo kicks in Arizona. He has the potential to make a defence pay with those kicks. Uh, yeah, he's uh, as we're having a bit of a light show here all of a sudden. They did do it a little bit, but not this much when the teams came out. Yeah, but all the lights are flickering. No, we, we saw it a little bit in the Kings of Leon content, I think, yeah. earlier. The fact it's now gone darker actually makes a big difference. You can yeah. actually see, yeah, that's um, see the light show going mm. on. But no, a conquer, we looked a little bit... Again, we mentioned the maybe not nervousness because it's a bit of an old cliche for some of the Newcastle players, but Okonkwo making his debut, trying to find his range with some of the early goal kicks. But actually, afterwards, we saw the real way that he managed to threaten down the middle without going forward to Sam Dolby and Billy Waters, both in the turn. And again, as the season goes on, if you look at someone like Paul Mullin running onto one of them balls, it's going to cause some defences a whole lot of problems. I like Parkinson's transfers because so often you can see those bits of the jigsaw being fitted together as well. I like that. I like I like being able to have a sort of small insight into what he's aiming to do rather than some managers we've had where you genuinely can't work out what they're trying to do. <laughs> I tell you what, with old uh, Beer Bear Beer's comments on the uh, goal kick, the goalkeeper's kicking, I once came close to discovering to my my harsh cost the destructive power of the goalkeeper's kick. I was uh, commentating the, the commentary position that we have now is over the halfway line, about halfway up the stand, and it's a lovely view. But we, I used to be down on the written bench, because there's two press areas. I was right on the extreme right seat of the written bench, uh, which is OK, you're more down the, much more down the cop end. Um, but it was all right, except for the time the Wrexham had the goalkeeper, it was a Northern Irish international who had a reputation for good kicking, Mike Ingham. And he was at the cop end, and he mishit one and went flying off the side of his foot like a missile, straight at my head. Now, luckily, they didn't call me the cat for nothing, so I managed to spring out of the way. And it's, it completely obliterated the seat back of the seat in the row behind me. Luckily, it was the bad old days, there was no one anywhere near it. But it just, wow, it was a tremendous mishit. It just went, whoosh, smack, the, the seat explodes. Wow, it was crazy. Yeah, that is certainly something, isn't it? I mean, I bet you, obviously, that's the cat, as you described it, you get yourself out of the way there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, that's your head. Yeah, 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 yeah precisely, yeah. I also, um, once, I think I've said this before, at a game, I think it was at Altrincham, but years and years ago. No, it couldn't have been. I, 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 um, a clearance was going straight for me, so I, again, used my goalkeeping skills with microphone in hand and punched the ball away oh, and nice. destroyed Geraint Parry's laptop. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> It just shows, never sit next to me. Matt, you're a brave man. The teams are coming back out. The refs immediately, initially came out to complete darkness, and you just wondered whether they might kick off about it, you know. But no, the lights are all fully on. They have a conquo, though. Yeah, barcode marks, and he looks big. He seems to be high and big fellows these days. Wonder if we've got the tallest defence in League Two. Well... It's going to be up there, most definitely. <laughs> the Newcastle lads haven't come out yet. Maxim are, are ready to go. Susan Graham says that we all need to come out, we need to come out to Texas next summer. 
There's a six-pound cannon at the Alamo, cast at the forge just outside Wrexham. Well, that'll be Bersham. Whoa! Come play friendlies at Austin, Dallas and Houston. We will fill the stadiums. Oh, man, that's cool. And Tory is watching from Dallas as well. Excellent. Yeah. Um, the... What was I going to say? Bersham, the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution. It is. It is deep. Yeah. First Steelworks was there. But Iron Mad Wilkinson. As Newcastle are about to get things undergo. As Sherry's saying, the crowd's like a pre-season match in the US. Lots of red shirts, no drums or singing, just occasional shouts and claps. The lads are playing well, though. I think it may not be coming over as well, but the atmosphere is good here. I think it's... Yeah, 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 definitely. But it's a different kind of atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a different kind of atmosphere. I think the weather has something to do with that. It yeah. feels like a summer game, doesn't it? It's yeah. Lovely, uh, I've, I've come in shorts. I'd never come to a football match in shorts. Yeah, I was wearing shorts until I had to start dressing smart and uh, <laughs> the facade ended very quickly. Oh. Well, Newcastle restarts. Can they regain their momentum and pose a challenge for Wrexham as Wrexham win the ball back on the left-hand side, but it's squeezed out of play. McFadden had a lack of support there, really, and he complained about it. So we're getting out. We'll take the throw on the halfway line. It's down the line, it's flicked on by Parkinson to Stevenson, but Wrexham win it back, and now here's a Concord, and he's going for another one over the top, Dolby on the left-hand side, takes it down, nods it down, Waters had run ahead of it, but he's retrieved the ball, Jones now had the option of a quick switch to Ford, and said he finds Cleworth, good first touch by Cleworth to drive him forwards, Jones and Cleworth being harassed, but they keep calm in the face of the pressure, and Young tells Cleworth, switch it to Ford, and the ball eventually gets out there. Diallo's working hard, stopping Ford getting forwards, Good pass again, Wrexham's off again, no Newcastle pressuring. Nice pass out by Gareth Evans to the left-hand side, and McFadden pings the ball over the top, but he came back from an offside position. And that's a shame, nice move, that. We, we kept we kept cooling the pressure there, I thought. Yeah, definitely, again, Newcastle's press, just trying to step up a little bit further, Diallo leading that match close to a couple of good touches in there as well. And I think Anthony Ford's fallen a little bit unlucky, having Diallo on that side, he's been almost paid back more than he'd have hoped to because of that pace and speed that Diallo carries. A roar of dissent from the Macron stand, because if it was given for offside, it was taken in the Wrexham half. And of course, you can't be offside no. in your own half. Conquo drives it long, Waters backing into Savage, causes a problem, but goes to ground, and he's not going to get a free kick for that, I don't think. He's He'd done well to inconvenience Savage, and I think his best option was to keep chasing it once he'd made it, allowed the ball to bounce. As it is, the ball goes back to Harris. Newcastle look to build again, Kylie and dropping between the centre-backs. Wrexham have committed men forward, so Harris will go over the top, looking for Parkinson in the air. It's comfortably won by Tunnicliffe, throwing the halfway line to Newcastle. And it will be taken down the line by Wiggett. Wrexham... Defending this one goal lead as Wigget feeds the ball down the flank. It was good feet by Parks and Gieber and Wrexham are really using the touchline to help them press and squeezing Newcastle. And they've done well by going backwards to come out with the ball. It's the keeper Harris again. Savage put under pressure by Waters. He tries to take him on Waters, takes the ball from him. Now Savage hands all over him. Waters does well. And good vision by Ford. Cleworth has gone over the top and Ford's found him. He cuts it inside to Dolby, who back heels it back to Cleworth on his right foot. Over. Oh. Oh, it was on his wrong foot, he wanted to bring it back, and in doing so, defenders were between him and goal. 
and he, he tried to lift it and didn't get, didn't, wasn't able to bring it down. Yeah, that was some brilliant football by Max Clewis. Driving out the defence, similar to Owen O'Connell in that game against Notts County. Lovely layoff back from Sam Dolby. And like you said, just fell onto the wrong foot of Max Clewis. I mean, Max, I think I could be wrong here, the last goal he did score in the FA Trophy a couple of years ago, that absolute thunderbolt of a strike from about 30 yards out, and he nearly scored a wonderful goal there, really well worked. And again, some good touches from Sam Dolby. Yeah, that's right, it was a hell of a goal at that end. As long kick goes straight through to Oconquo. Ooh, has an awkward little touch as he tries to... Oh, that's going to handball against him. I don't think it was handball. He's bucked him. It, it, it was an awkward touch by him, no doubt. He tried to... Oh, he's thrown the ball away. Look, the ref didn't... Uh, well, the ref's ignoring that. But he came to the side of the box. He tried to take a touch with his feet to bring it into the area. It was a heavy touch, and he was in trouble. And Oh, yeah, I think it is handball looking at that, actually. The, the ball looked to be on the line, and so his left hand, as he scooped her up, would be outside the box. And to be honest, I thought the the, the one in the first half looked more of a handball, possibly, than that one did yeah. as well. But I think something that maybe got to be careful of, he looked a little bit too overconfident mm. going for that one, and the touch slightly outdid him there, but there's certainly a chance for Newcastle to try and get an early goal back. So free kick, left-hand side, almost in the box, obviously. About three, four yards out from the goal line. So Rexham got a two-man wall to stop them driving at the near post. Everyone else beyond the far post. It's driven in that direction. That's as a play for a goal kick. You see the idea. There are lots of big men at the far post. They were all going to charge in, but it was played before they started their runs, really. And none got anywhere near it. There's another angle we're looking at now of a Conquo. And ooh, it may be bot. Well, oh, he goes down and ooh, oh, I think it's right, inside. Yeah. This is like that weird thing they show in the crickets where different angles seem to show different things. Uh, that looks okay that, from that angle. As Dolby is beaten in the air, good header that mind at the back by the centre back Savage, but then it's gone over back to Oconquo now, he's put under pressure. Ooh, and he's hit the striker, but he has to pounce and grab hold of the loose ball. Ooh, he's having an interesting old time, isn't he? And I think he walked out of the penalty area then with the ball in his hands. <laughs> the ref didn't notice. Oh boy! Wow, crowd of seven thousand nine hundred and eighty-eight. So that's that club record. Two hundred and eighty-five away fans. Fair play to them. Terrific that. Let's see a Wrexham now of Clueless heading it forwards. Newcastle win it back. Kelly in again. Uh, it's Diallo and he bursts past Clueless. He tries to hold on to him. Ref plays advantage. Diallo through the middle. Plays a great through ball. Big chance there. Spot wide. But Newcastle are starting to open up us, us up again and starting to create chances once more. Yeah, they are. And I think they're really buoyed by the way they ended that first half. And I think into this, this second half, I think possibly the little errors from Oconquo is giving them more faith as well that actually they can drive for because maybe they see a little weakness in him. But yeah, a rush chance there again. Didn't quite get a clean strike on that as it hits the side net him. He's classed the other, isn't he? Little, uh, little January transfer window move there, I reckon. <laughs> it was Stevenson again who slashed up the shot and missed it. As the ball's not long, well, for a throw to Wrexham, 35 yards out. And it's thrown back to Clueth. And he goes back and turns to a conquer. I, I like his kick, ooh, a heavy touch again, I like his kicking, but not his touch. Played an awkward ball to Young, who did well to make it his. It's knocked over the top, Dolby wins the header. Jones on the right, feeds it back to Ford on the halfway line, Ford 
goes back to Clueth. Young then turns it over the top. That's a nice idea for Dolby. He's down the right-hand side. He's got Ford and Jones in support. He looks to turn inside. Ford's gone beyond him. Dolby had to really fight to hold on to that. Jones now picks it up and feeds it to Young, 35 yards out. Some fans tell him to shoot. Sensibly, he finds Tunnicliffe and looks for the return. Wrexham moving the ball around well here. Now, Clueth to Jones. Ford is outside him. Jones, 40 yards out, right-hand side. Readjusts, finds Ford. Newcastle able to double up on him. Ford cuts inside. And Wrexham switched the bounce of play. Young, good switch to the left. And oh, McFadden gets there, but doesn't really make the proper contacts on the ball. And loses it. At least he got a toe in to stop Newcastle breaking. Throw in. Taken quickly into mid space in midfield. Kylian's there. Good work by Waters to run back and just hamper him. He's had to play it backwards. Yeah, this hasn't been the easy rides that it looked like it was going to be after about 15-20 minutes. 1-0 to Wrexham, 8 minutes of the second half. Newcastle really moving the ball around well. Oh, it's a sloppy square ball, which Dolby's after, and a very firm tackle denies him. Otherwise, he'd have been one-on-one with the keeper. As there is, Harris is able to bring the ball out. Locks it long, left-footed, under pressure. He puts it out for a throw. Which brings the fans to life a little bit because I think they've been feeling a bit concerned the last couple of minutes, haven't they? Yeah, and again, it's that confidence from Newcastle. They just look better in possession, mm. look more comfortable on the ball. And I think that they know now as well that they can probe the defence when they get the ball and they can try and put Arthur Conco under pressure. Here's another huge kick by Conco. This time, Dolby's not been able to get far enough. Savage heads it into the centre circle. Good strength by Young, just nudges Callian off the ball. Not Linden. Feeds it to Jones, Ford, Waters wants it early over the top, Ford doesn't quite fancy that pass, so he keeps it and Wrexham will start again. Clueth is high up in support of Ford and receives it on the right. Young now in the halfway line. McAlinden taking over. Wrexham patient on the ball, but Newcastle being more compact. And there's a ball over the top, nearly carries through to Waters there. Thompson, the second attempt, gets it clear. And Huntley lays the ball off. Oh, sloppy pass, though, by Miley again, through to Wrexham. McFadden's bursting into the box with the early throw, it's level the edge of the area. By the time McLendon picked the ball up, though, the chance was gone. Ball's fed back to the halfway line. Evans switching, looking for Ford, again a good ball. He's got a good range of passing. Good ball around the back. Waters looks offside. He is offside. Some of the fans complain, but it looks to me like he'd gone too soon. Hadn't bent his run back enough. Yeah, definitely looked offside. But it's the first time really in a while actually that we've seen one of them runs from Billy Waters. Hasn't had an opportunity to really try and dart behind the fullbacks for Newcastle. So positive in one sense, but like you mentioned before, didn't really be able to arc his run properly. Yeah, he's, it was unlucky. It was a nice idea. It's what we need to see more of from Wrexham. There's a long kick by the keeper, Harris again goes out of play. Wrexham Texan is now checking in from South Texas. As Wrexham go back and move the ball about. Ford immediately put into pressure by Hackett, which means that the fullback out of the pitch, Clueth can feed it forwards long. And Waters forces Savage ahead out of play for a throw in on the halfway line. Baltimore football, Wrexham fanatic, are the lines in or out? So Conquer looks like he picked the ball directly over the line, so if the line is out, like squash, American football, it looks like out from both angles. 
If the line's in, like tennis, then it's a poor call. Oh, hang on, the Conco over the top. Dolby is one and one. Hogan ball to bring down, but he gets oh. around the keeper and he's fouled, isn't he? No, I think oh, the, oh, I think the keeper's won the ball. Well, in that case, brilliant goalkeeping, I've got to say. I could be wrong. But it foxed me, I've got to say. There's another kick by Oconquo. His kicks are so dangerous. Does Wrexham take the throw quickly? Ford, ah, unlucky. Knocks it inside. Oh, the Lions have made a mistake there. Ball took a deflection. Hit a Wrexham player, but the Lions has given the throw Wrexham's way. And we can start again. The crowd are not happy with the ref. Well, if he has clotted Sam Dolby, then that has to be a penalty by. Yeah. So, Wrexham build up again, Dolby, corner box, feeds it inside, Kluwer 30 yards out, allows Jones to take over. And he pulls it back. Yes, like Wrexham determined not to give us a chance to look at a replay of that, as we keep the ball in the Newcastle half, Jones turns, Ford's got space, Jones sees him, finds him nicely. Ford glides inside once more. Young now, splitting the centre-backs in the centre circle. Evans takes over, a run over the top again by Waters, again the ball not played. And he's making another run now across, and he throws his head back in disappointment, as this time Kluwer doesn't fancy playing it. McFadden's making the run inside, Young feeds a nasty one in, and McFadden's fighting for it, possible shout for handball against Wigget there, only a small part of the crowd went for it. And now Newcastle are breaking down the right-hand side with Parkinson, he's got two men ahead of him, 25 yards out, he's got an overlap. Wrexham fans start making a bit of noise. Ball fed back to Wiggett. Miley takes over. Wrexham back in their defensive shape. I still want to get back to Baltimore Wrexham fanatics question, but I feel that's going to be a while now. Good work at the back by Tunnicliffe. Robs Parkinson, chip over the top by Young. Waters have gone down the wrong channel. The line of the box is the box. Yeah, you've got to touch it outside that line. So if you touch it on the line, then it's in the box. So if that helps at all, then <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Barton Bank is suggesting that uh, there's something of a maybe about Oconquo. As oh, Newcastle mishit the ball, and Wrexham from forward, the ball towards Waters, breaking into the area. Brilliant tackle by Savage. Waters is excellent defending. Oh, brilliant, wasn't it? It's a lovely ball in from the left flank. And a terrific tackle by Savage, lunging in across Waters. Because he has to make it as well, because if he missed times that, then it is a penalty, and he's probably going to see red in that scenario, but strong to get there first of all, but then to win the ball back. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, the referee has just stopped the well, restart for a moment. Not I sure. We're looking at a couple of Wrexham changes. Tom O'Connor yeah. and Ollie Palmer getting ready. Well, Rex are going to take the throw first, short throw, given back to McFadgen, McAlinden, first time cross, goes straight to the keeper. And a dangerous pass. Yeah, I wonder, did he catch Dolby or not with that challenge? That's the, the big question at the moment, as Newcastle look to build up the pitch. It's Stevenson, who's feeling a bit young, ever, ever the energetic, put the pressure on Wrexham, Pushing up and trying to squeeze Newcastle. Good ball up to Stevenson. A lovely layoff as well. And it's spread neatly by Miley to the right. Cross from Pargo and Son. And that's good. Defending again by Evans. Facing his own goal. Stretching six yards out. Digs it out for a throw in. Again, smart awareness from Evans there. Because he knows he's got players coming in behind him. But he manages to make that tackle and clear the lines to stop the danger. 
just looking at the replay of the Dolby opportunity. He, ew. He's got. It, 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 he tries to flick it past the keeper. The keeper's stretching to his left. It does hit the keeper's knee. Dolby then runs into his leg. So I think. I think he's a little lucky, the keeper, because the, the touch wasn't deliberate. But I would say not a foul. Looking at that, the keeper gets a touch. Yeah, he does. I think he wins the ball first thing. Where yeah. he's maybe lucky is because his hands go out. Yeah. And away from his body because he's in control when he wins the ball, but it's where his hands go mm. out to wipe out Dolby. It's long ball over the top. Excellent defence. Clues the well in the stretch to get there. Young did equally well to get the loose ball. And Jones as well to lay it off. Ford now drilling down the flank. Dolby has brought it down nicely and forces another sliding tackle by Savage. So to Rexham, 30 yards out. Yeah, in the first the first instance, it didn't really look to me like the hand had got close enough to McLean. We're looking at that second angle again. Yeah. You wonder. So Dolby gets a rest. And as you can hear from the fans, Ollie Palmer is the man to replace him. Holly Palmer now sporting the Elliot Lee haircut. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, I saw him warming up before, I was thinking I didn't think O'Connell was yes. on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolby has been excellent, and I think it's fair to say that giving him a rest is partly about saving him for Saturday, because after playing 90 on Saturday, last Saturday, and doing so well, yeah, doing yeah. so well here, there's no point in putting too many miles on his legs. O'Connor, for Tunnicliffe, of course, is coming back from injury is the other change. Yeah, good return for Jordan Tunnicliffe, just good to see him get back out there on the pitch in front of the fans mm. and seeing him playing competitive football again. Absolutely, he's, he's managed to put in a good hour. As now here is Wrexham trying to build down the left-hand side. Throw into Wrexham, just in Newcastle's half. And McFadden spoken to by the ref for time-wasting, possibly. That's a bit unnecessary, McFadden anyway. The ball above his head, looking for options. Now it's time to start talking about time wasting to him. He throws it down the line, and Palmer does really well to stretch and bring it down. He loses this, but good pressure by Waters, throw into Newcastle, level the edge of the area. Yeah, the thing I mentioned briefly before was when Oconco kicked it against Newcastle, and then I thought did well to recover from that and dive and save at his feet. He then walked around the Newcastle, he's lying on the floor, and it really looked to me like he'd walked out of the box yeah. and back in again. A long ball forwards for Waters, can't win it, but Jones wins a second ball, the death little header to Ford. Now Ford down the channel, gets to the edge of the area, works it wide for Jones. Typical first-time cross, just too high for Palmer, but it's nodded in the goal. Now Waters goes down under a challenge, he's not going to get a penalty for that. No. And it's squeezed wide for the throw into Rackson level the edge of the area. I thought Billy Waters was lined up for another acrobatic there, he almost, seemed, he almost seemed to wait for a second like he was going to... As Palmer flicks the throw on beautifully, tight angle, pulled back for Waters, oh! oh! He's missed an absolute sitter! He's got to score there. He's just got to, hasn't he? It was perfect build-up play. And a little square ball to him by McFadgen laid it on a plate and eight yards out. Oh, he just shaped up wrong and slashed at it over the bar. Yeah, and it's maybe similar to what we said about Stevenson before in the first half. It's that little composure, maybe a bit of frustration that nothing had come his way. And he leans back, he's got to go over the ball mm. there. And he's going to be making that 2-0. Really, really good flick on in the build-up. Good ball by McFadgen. And he almost just throws his head away from that, yeah. lacks composure. I mean, I, I suppose to, to try and defend him a little bit, a defender back to his feet. gets across well, the keeper comes out quickly and he feels, I've got to hit this quickly and early, and I can't hit it flat because the defender will block it, but still, that's a hell of a chance. He's so, young now, finds O'Connor, of course, is clipped into the left side of the centre-back role, 
and then shows his little passing skills. Lovely chip to McFadden. Great lead off by Palmer. Water back to Palmer. He seems to be fouled. Yeah, the ref goes yeah. it on the D. It was a lovely sharp move, and Palmer, he's been berated by Waters, who wanted another return pass. But to be fair, Palmer couldn't shoot or pass because his shirt was being dogged. Free kick in a dangerous position. And good from Palmer trying to get Waters back in the game there straight mm. away. Nolan's head dropped there. Could have possibly Pelly did to somebody else, but in the end, Nolly wins the free kick. Well, now a plethora of people ready to take this free kick. Oh, yeah. The queuing up for this is just left of centre, just outside the D. Carlian's very lucky not to get a yellow for that, I would argue. No attempt to play the ball, grab the shirts when he's about to hit the shot. Who would you take this? Goodness me. Well, I, I have great faith in O'Connor's ability to find a deflection into the top <laughs> corner. Ford has done well from these sort of range as well. Yeah, I th George I th Evans just looks disconsolate as he walks away from it. I, th I think it's going to be Ford. I could be wrong here. Yeah. Young's there too. Young's there, yeah. Right, Young O'Connor or Ford? Who's your money on? I'd give it a Conquo. Give it to a Conquo. A what? A Conquo. Oh, it's O'Connor, and he clips it over the wall. Oh. It's the bar. It comes back out. <laughs> it's hooked back into the goal map by Young, and it's a chance headed. Oh, oh good save. save! Great save! It was swept in, and it's Jones who made contact with the header. What's all complo? I said a conquo. Oh, him, the goalie. Yes, the goalkeeper. Right, I, I think O'Connor confused me then. I've got to be. I was like, oh, complo? Oh, conquo, yeah. He just tear a hole in the net, wouldn't he? That was a hell of a free kick by O'Connor, which hit the bar. And then when Young hooked it back in, yeah, good header by Jones, and it was tipped over. Cross comes in, oh, Palmer gets up six yards out, it's too high for him, skids off his head, fair play to Waters, he's chasing it, and he's kept it in by the corner flag. O'Connor helps it on, McFadden drives to the edge of the area, fans on to shoot, he does, it's blocked. Spins loose to Waters, though, and he'll keep the attack alive. Feeds it wide, O'Connor crosses it in, Palmer, oh. it's over! from six yards out to be fair to him he had to climb over defenders but wow terrific pressure this from Rexel yeah not much Holly Palmer can do about that he's got to rise already to get there then out the ball back but what it would do show for me that Newcastle maybe have unraveled in their shape in the last few moments Rexham really managed to get on top of them overload them with the press and really positive substitutions of Tom O'Connor and Holly Palmer have just seemed to create a little bit more problems and fresh thinking for Ben Dawson's side to make. Well, Newcastle are going to make a change. And so on comes Travis Hearns. Nice, nice to see a number 90 on the pitch, isn't it? Yes, it is. You don't often get that, uh, that luxury, do you? So, keeper is finally able to take it, and Hearns jumps and flicks it on. Stevenson's holding her up, tackled, throwing to Newcastle 35 yards out yeah when you're starting to tire a bit at the back and to be fair Dolby and Waters have worked these centre-backs you don't really want to see Ollie Palmer coming on do you let's be honest here's Savage now sorry just whacked Matt's arm long over the top is no use and goes through to O'Connor or whatever the goalie's name is after my confusion <laughs> over the free kick <laughs> I panicked for a second. I thought, like, is it his name? Am I saying, am I saying it properly? <laughs> I thought it was some uh, some nickname that I wasn't aware of. Oh well, the Conquo 
pounds it towards Palmer. Palmer in the air against Savage wins that quite predictably. Good work by Stevenson to beat Waters to whoever Young wins the ball back. Hits it into the feet of Palmer. Corner box. He has a little step over. He's driving beyond his man. Hits the goal line. And as he won a corner, not quite. It's stuck against Savage rather than ricocheting off him. Diallo tries a cheap little turn, but Clue has done well. He's tight two and wins it back. Ford loses out. Now he's blocking Hackett in. Hackett manages the back heeler to Diallo. And Diallo, when he plays the Hackett, he somehow squeezes the ball between Kluber's feet. And Diallo is coming away, looking to switch for Parkinson. Chasing and putting McFadgen under pressure. McFadgen does ever so well. Really read the bounce of the ball well. Use his body to hold the man off. And now Wrexham can build down the right. Diallo's still running everywhere. Great energy. Kluber stands it up to the edge of the area. Stevenson away. Not very far, though. Bulls helped on slightly by Hernies, and now Wrexham are pressing down the left. McElindon's done really well to win it back, but then he overruns it and goes off the pitch. I think there's plenty of positives tonight for Wrexham. I mean, you mm. look at a lot of the players on the pitch here. Liam McElindon there hasn't played many minutes at all. Callum McFadgen hasn't played many minutes at all. George Evans, as I mentioned before, hasn't started a game for almost two years, really. And then again tonight, putting in an assured performance. So plenty of positives to take. I think the one thing finding that second goal there has been chances there's Wrexham knock it forwards Palmer's nearly in there good tackle again by Stevenson who's done well at the back and Savage has looked a bit physically outgunned by Dolby and Palmer but Stevenson looked very solid as Ooh Young manages to his sheer strength and determination to hold on to the ball pardon McFadgen I beg your pardon there's a good impersonation of Young just driving through challenges and now here it is the, the original Young working it back Wrexham happy to pop it around in their own half. 70th minute, 1-0 up. Evans back to Oconquo. And Oconquo, again, pounds it down the right side, looking for Palmer in the air. Savage as well there, gets in front of Palmer, and therefore wins it. Young keeps the ball moving. His little cushion really volley back to O'Connor gets a little ripple of appreciation from the fans. McFadgen knocks over the top. Palmer's looking to run in behind Stevenson. Stevenson's well on the slide to hook it out, or so Palmer was one-on-one. Yeah, when Newcastle has stepped up, that, that sort of pass has felt easy, actually. We haven't quite managed to hit it right, but yeah, there's been scope to, to dink those balls over the top as Evans switches again. For once, he overhits it slightly, but not so much as the forward can't jump and bring it down. And he clips the ball, looking for Waters. Savage will beat there first, though. Good defending. Carries it through to the keeper. Now here's Hackett on the left-hand side. Carlin in the middle of the pitch, chipping over the top, McFadden's just let Parkinson get goal side of him, can he keep that in? Not quite, but again, Parkinson's got into some decent positions, isn't running in behind McFadden. Yeah, I think that final ball from Newcastle just hasn't quite been there this evening, the runs have made it really smart between that front three, but they haven't been able to use it quite as effectively, because I think they could have had the run of McFadden just a couple of times. So Conquo with the goal kick, Barton Bank before was talking about compared to an extra accent keeper Mayabi. And away it was Palmer flicks that on, doesn't quite find waters. I think his kicking's been very good. It, it, his touch hasn't been, but his kicking has been. Um, in a way, he reminds me of Clayton Inns, who had one game for us and didn't get a work permit, whose throwing and kicking were phenomenally long. And he went on to get a work permit and go to Crew as Clue heads the ball away from the edge of the area, young. He's been his usual assured self, finds O'Connor. Good challenge, Wrexham get a throw in, 10 yards short of the halfway line. So, <laughs> a league apart movie 
Walter has never wanted a player to score more than Billy Waters. The lad just needs one goal. I think his confidence come back, but he's doing well here, battling as Stevenson tugs at his shirt, and he's held it up well on the left flank. Good strength. Gets a round of applause as he finds McFadgen. He stands up a big diagonal. Hackett gets there, but misheads it, and a fall around the back of the defence. Two mark by two in the middle. He sweeps it in, and the hits a defender. Clears at the edge of the box. Young is told to shoot. Squares it. McFadgen dinks it in again. Palmer heads towards goal and can't quite control it. It goes wide. Always just goes slightly away mm. from Ollie Palmer. That one, a really tight angle from Callum McFadgen. But yeah, Billy Waters, he's just searching for that goal, isn't he? I think they're getting yeah. the one. The shackles might come off a little bit. Such a popular player in and around the dressing room. And he's getting he's getting the positions, and I think that that's the, the, the reassuring thing for him and Phil Parkinson is he's getting in their positions. Just hasn't quite taken his chance yet. And it's pleasing for me as well that the crowd have reacted very well to him today. Yes, yes, absolutely. As... Now, Newcastle subs ready, but Phil Parkinson. Is it Phil Parkinson? Yeah, he's yeah. on the side of the pitch. Talking to the ref about something. The fourth official, I think, called the ref over. Well, no action's been taken. I mean, a couple of things like that, but you're not quite sure why the ref stopped the play. Because. <laughs> The ball, the ball has returned to the goalkeeper to retake the goal kick, and of course it dribbles in very slowly, which the crowd enjoys. Newcastle have two subs ready, and Wrexham look like they're going to start to prepare somebody as well. Alice Stanton and Lucas De Ball are the subs who are going to come on for Newcastle, but not yet. Jay Bickerstaff looks like ah. he'll be the one to come on, so Waters which maybe. may spell the end of Waters' yeah. evening. Long clearance, good header by Evans against Hearns. And then good strength by Waters, holds off Carley and finds Palmer. Pops it back to Ford. Ford stands it up over the top, and there's nobody in a position to chase that. In fact, there's McElinden tried to make a run over the top because the strikers weren't able to challenge for that. Brian Barnett also getting ready. Ooh, <laughs> some attacking quality as Evans comes in from behind and looked like he'd won the ball to me. And he's oh, he's been as well. Okay, well, I'm willing to change your mind looking at the replay, but the ref took a while thinking about it. Yeah, first glance felt a little harsh. Yeah, very harsh. As he is the replay, and uh, mm. he has come through his man a bit. But I'm more worried about the fact he then starts stretching his, his hamstring out. Mm. We've had a few players box in this game. As just as the fourth official comes out with the board, the referee says take the free kick. So it's stood up to the edge of Wrexham's area, and McFadden will look to deal with that, hooks it away for a throw-in, 15 yards out. And neither side wants to bring the subs on now. So throw on the right-hand side, Wiggett will take. Wrexham will have Palmer up. Well, we are going to have to change it. So off comes Carlion. He's replaced by Lucas De Ball. And Ellis Stanton is going to come on for Newcastle. When <laughs> the board's causing a bit of problems. But yeah, it's going to be Niley, the captain, to come off. And then Wrexham are going to bring on Bickerstaff and Barnett. You would assume 
That'll be, well, Ford, yeah. And Waters. Ford is confirmed. And gets a good round of applause. He's shown good quality down the right, as he always does, to be fair. Yeah, and again, he's had a difficult evening coming up against the quality that Diallo has. The only real man-to-man battle, I think, that the game's shown. I think that's been unfortunate in some ways that he's come up against a player of real quality like that. And he's always got that classy touch, hasn't he, Anthony Ford? And also Waters. Listen to the reception for Waters. Fair play. They've really appreciated the shift he's put in. Really have. He, fans like players who will fight. And Waters has fought and fought against those defenders. And I think you can see the emotion in Waters' face when he did miss that opportunity. Yeah. That he really wanted that chance. And he has worked really hard this evening. Throw and take and flicked on. Everyone's very cool. Just nods it down to Young on the edge. Lovely work by Young to hold off the, the, the substitute Stanton. And the feed it forwards, but they don't quite find Pickerstaff. I mean, look at how the fans take to Pickerstaff. I know it's partly because he's come through the Wrexham system, but also because, you know, he, he never knows when he's beaten, does he? Players love that sort of commitment. Or fans, oh, Peggy Bondi. It's a good surge forward in the left-back position by Hackett, and then a poor short pass to put it out of play when Diallo was waiting to receive it. I think with Jake Pickerstaff, it's one of the things like his goal against Swindon, that real raw mm. talent and energy that he has, the, the, the will to do well, and when... You have a footballer that does that for your club that the fans will be right behind you the whole way through. Yeah, he's got hearts, hasn't he? As Clueth Nudger Ford, generous applause as the attendance is announced and the Newcastle fans announced here and applauded by the Wrexham fans. Always pleases me that Wrexham fans applaud the away fans. But yeah, brilliant effort by Newcastle. As the Concord pings an awkward ball to McFadden, he just about keeps it in. And Again, the applause for them. Impressive numbers. McFadden down the line. Bickerstaff can't get to it. Thompson clears. Jones runs a good header. Palmer brings it down nicely. Bickerstaff's ahead of him. Palmer immediately put under pressure and a couple of challenges come in. Eventually, he loses the ball. Newcastle build down the right-hand side nicely. Parkinson has got two men in the middle. He feeds it into the centre. Parkinson's gone for the return and gets it. Awkward touch by him, but he's fed it back. And now it's... Stanton, squaring it to Dabola, the two substitutes, works it quickly to Diallo. He's got an overlap in Hackett, oh, lovely little turn by him to feed it to Hackett. But he needs to look around and find Phil's options, and he can't. Ball played to Hackett, up against Barnett. He gets the cross into the far post, that's a... Ooh, it's just overhead, Barkins, I think, was, was watching that and didn't adjust his position. He shouldn't have... He shouldn't have been beaten by that, really. It's like the ball's a magnet his feet, isn't it? It's just attracted to it, and it's a joy to watch, really, from an opposition perspective. Real, real talent for sure. Got to get him in. Got to get him in in January, Phil. Come on. So Wrexham with the throw-in, level the edge of the area, thrown down the line. Palmer brings it down. It was an awkward one for him because I don't think he thought it would carry through to him. Plays to Clueth, and Clueth chips it out of play for a throw on the halfway line. Just over 11 minutes left, and. You know, Rexham need to see this through now, really, don't they? It's got to, well, take another chance would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been the difference. I think we had that really, really good spell where Newcastle almost seemed on the back foot. They didn't quite know what to do when Palmer and O'Connor came on. But then since then, they've settled again and they're starting to move the ball around a bit with a bit more confidence. Yeah. Despite McAlinden's hard work to track it down, the baller gets the ball and spreads it wide. Rexham are penned back in their own half but keeping Newcastle at arm's length. He's Diallo, though, driving inside again. 
He fakes to shoot, spreads it wide, lots of space for Wigget now to cross. Drills in a flat, terrible cross, that, which McFadgen intercepts and finds Palmer. Palmer holding it up. Wow, no, it's, it's fouled. Yeah, took it in the chest, got hit from behind by Stevenson, free kick. Newcastle were paying another two subs. I'm going to lose track in a minute, I'm telling you. <laughs> Kyle Crossley is one of them, but Wrexham take the kick before they can come on. It's not the best one, but Bicks have no chance of getting there. And now Newcastle have it on the right-hand side as Dybala tries to successfully find a teammate. Stanton spreads it quickly to the left-hand side. Hackett. Got ten yards into Wrexham's half on the left. Feeds it into Stanton. And yeah, Wrexham, like I said, apart from two strikers, are behind the ball and keeping their shape. Barnett comes out to meet Diallo. Diallo's done well to find Hackett, has a beautiful return ball to him, but Jones is working diligently to track Diallo. Diallo's switching it from side to side. Little scoop ball to Harris, though. It sends Harris backwards. Wrexham are just defending the edge of the box now. Saying, find a way past. And Newcastle at the moment, I'm just moving it around in front of us. Nice little run then by the ball, not used. And now the world's worked over again to Hackett. They want to get Diallo into this. He's waiting on the left flank as the ball is fed to the right hand side. Will Wiggett drive towards the edge of the area? No, he works it wide for Parkinson. Parkinson's got Stanton in midfield. Bickerstaff puts him under pressure. And the ball's fed in. Let's not be able to quite get close to Newcastle, but we get a toe in there, throw into Newcastle about 15 yards out, and they can make those two changes now. The first change is going to be Hackett coming off and Kyle Crossley coming on. They've they've kept their rhythm well, considering that they started changing the team around, actually, Newcastle, and they made the three changes, but they've still managed to, you know, to, to look comfortable with each other, haven't they? It's like a continuation, it's like they all know mm. the shape, the way they're supposed to be played, and I think that this goes back to what you mentioned before the game started, where they're going to be technically very good, they're going to know the way that they play, the patterns of play, and I think even with these substitutions that they've stuck to them well, and it almost looks like a continuation. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, the other substitute is Josh Scott coming on for Huntley, as Wrexham forced Newcastle backwards to the halfway line. It's Diallo dropping off into the half space now, 40 yards out. Gives a little give and go, but Hunt can't get it back to him, and Jones is fouled. I beg your pardon, Cleworth did well there to hold him, his man off and draw the free kick. So free kicks for Exxon, which are not going to be in a rush over. Oconco is going to take it, about 30 yards out from the Wrexham goal. There's seven and a half minutes left, Oconco spotting the ball up carefully. Palmer is the obvious target, lurking on the left-hand side of the pitch. Conco's complaining that the one-man wall's not ten yards back. He lofts it up towards the edge of the area. It's looking for Bickerstaff, in fact, but doesn't find him. It's headed away to Young, who controls it instantly. O'Connor back into his own half. George Evans squaring it. Cleworth put under pressure by Diallo. Calm. He feeds it out wide to Barnett, who draws the free kick. From the substitute Crossley on the halfway line, Barnett stays down worryingly. Hopefully, just being a bit cute. It doesn't look happy. And the physio is allowed on. Yeah, he's not someone that normally goes down, Ryan Barnett, either, yeah. is he, in, in these positions? Quite an honest footballer. 
I mean, hospital pass by Clueth. Crossley has trod on his ankle. I mean, that could do some damage. And he's spoken to Crossley, but not bucked him. This ref feels a little bit like he's refing the under-21s of order and the under-21s, all that and off. I mean, that, that's a worse tackle than George Evans has won. I've got a yellow card for me. Oh, 100%. I mean, again, you can see Max's pass just sells Barnett short. And, yeah, he, do, he does tread on his, an his ankle. I just don't... I don't know. It's his first challenge, but as far as I'm concerned, so what? If it's a, if it's a, foul, a bad it's a one, yeah. If, yeah, if it's worth the yellow, it's worth the yellow. So Barnett's still getting treatments, he's still grimacing. We do not need this. Yeah, there's a big grimace on his face mm. there. Yeah, Phil Parkinson's not going to be amused. It's, yeah. Elliot, Lee, Elliot Lee getting ready on the oh. touchline there as well. Oh, it'd be, be a bit of a blow for us if we lose a player of Barnett's calibre in a game like this and to a challenge like that, which has gone pretty much unpunished. But Barnett is up and limping very heavily off the pitch and Parkinson quickly and off across to see how he's doing. Free kick to Rexham, we're down to ten men then for the moment. Barnett looks like he wants to come back on. So he'll be... If he is, then he's going to be held off for that 30 seconds. He Jones feeds a free kick down the side. Bickerstaff on the right, he's having his shirt pulled all over the place. He holds his man off, pulls it back, it's cleared. Well, I mean, now it's cleared. Surely it's time to give the free kick, because it's... <laughs> give the advantage, didn't come to anything. Wrexham are pressing Diallo by his own corner flag, and typically he wriggles out of it. It was good strength, that, by Bickerstaff. Really did well. Oh, control in midfield by Stanton. Palmer yeah, tackles him. James Jones. Well, it's... Yeah, I just, I'm just confused by that, to be honest. There's oh, a good foot in, in midfield by McLinden, and then Palmer tries a cute little flick to him. Yeah, I think it's Eddie, and James Jones is filling in at right wing back, and now he's got Diallo to deal with. Lucky him. Diallo cuts in, level the edge area, whips across the far post, and seems to get his head to it, but can't do much more than that, and Okwokko comes and gathers the ball. Barnett is back on. Good news. The thing we don't get about the 30-second rule we're going off when you've been treated is that on, was it the, the last home game, a, a, Wrexham, a Wrexham player came back on when the ball was close to him, and I, I don't know, I suppose if you're enforcing this 30-second thing, they can come on anywhere, no matter where the ball is, yeah. after the 30 seconds, which to me is worse. Oh, hello, it's been a trouble here as Palmer faces off with um, Stanton and... Well, Wiggis ran half the width for the pitch to go and give Palmer a bit of a shove. Seen Tyler French sent off, alas. Yeah, I've not, I didn't see the initial incidents to... Yeah, I, I, I wasn't uh, sure what sparked it. The referee doesn't seem to be able to get the two players to come to him. He's finally achieved it. Let's have a look at... Right, but... Well, Stanton won the ball, but... Left a bit on Palmer, and Palmer didn't like it. And I think he's entitled not to like that. And so we grabbed him by the shirt. Referees just said, "Okay, let's get on with it, guys." As Newcastle break down the right, looking for that equaliser. So Connor's tracked him well, and then eventually lines it gives a goal kick. <laughs> not so sure about that, but Wrexham will accept it. Three minutes left, and now it's Elliot Lee who's going to be coming on. 
And now Liam McElinden coming off. He's putting a really good shift, McElinden, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Again, one of those players hasn't had too many minutes so far this season, but the true professional, one of them honest footballers, Liam McElinden, always gets his head down, always working hard. And then tonight, a typical performance from him. Always gives 100%, runs everywhere. And you can rely on him in a number of positions as well, and he's playing centre-mid now and in a three. And, yeah, you always will get a good shift out of him, won't you? As Oconquo knocks the goal kick long, Palmer flicks it on, Bickerstaff trying to control it, it's awkward, but he's battling away, loses out in the end to the ball, and the ball chips it down the flank. Evans gets it away, and he's caught late and high there. Um, the referee's given a throw-in. I'm um, sorry. Ben Parkinson, a bit naughty feel, It does feel like temperatures starting to flare a little mm. bit in these last few yeah. moments, I think needlessly as well. And he was then Stevenson then walked up to Evans, like so, you know, just to have a words with him. I, yeah, I, I just think the ref seems like a bit of a dual track ref in the way that he's given a bit of leeway to the young lads and not us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's almost like a, you should know better mm. because you're older rather than a. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if, if Evans had decided to make a meal of that and go down and roll about, I bet the ref would have given a different decision as here's the baller on the right looking down the flank. That's a decent pass as well. The cross swept in. Jones is there again to clear. Palmer deep in his own half, battling away. Ooh, it's not the best pass backwards, but in the end it falls to clear it and he sensibly gets it away because Wrexham is struggling there. Dreadful touch allows Palmer to try to latch onto it, but he can't quite. And Newcastle have it again. Nice layoff by Stanton. Savage, the centre-back, in the Wrexham half, left-hand side, went into the last minute, Diallo with a give-and-go, nice return by Hearns, Diallo now running at Clueth, feeds the ball forwards and he's overhit that, and Wrexham were able to run it behind. But again, Diallo's dazzled, isn't he, at times, he's exciting to watch. But we've, uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't got so much joy actually trying to burst past players with his pace, has he? He's come inside and created well, he's played nice little one-twos, yeah, it feels like maybe a bit of end product is missing as well there at the end of it. Really good touches in and around the area, but I don't think anyone from Newcastle so far this evening mm. has shown that cutting edge in the final third. True, Palmer flicks on the goal kick, and Bickerstaff tries to get in on goal, the foul oh. given against him, and again, ooh, that's an interesting call, that. It took a while to give that as well, it was only when Bickerstaff yeah. continued his run did he then blow for mm. the foul. The flick on was perfect by Palmer. Defender got between Bickerstaff and the ball. Bickerstaff did have a hand on his back. Six added minutes to be played. How much actual contact Bickerstaff had in terms of knocking a man over, I'm not sure. But the referee gave it once he saw there was a danger of a goal. Here's Elliot Lee now in midfield. Two men on him. Oh, my word, lovely little turn. Swirls away from them. But then the chip down the line by Young is overhead. Thompson tries to put it back. And it's on the halfway line. Volleyed forwards by O'Connor. Palmer. Flicks that in really well. Bickerstaff now rolls his man beautifully. Oh, he looks for the switch bar, and it was in acres of space, but it was good cover by Hearns. Bickerstaff typically wins it back, though. Young prods it forwards. Palmer flicks it down. Bickerstaff, edge of the area. Can't take it in his stride. It's cleared. And now here on the right-hand side, Newcastle looking to build once more. Good tackle by McFadgen, though. Lee lunging in. Good tackle. Rides two challenges. And then loses the ball after that when it's given back to him, possibly when he didn't want it from Young. Staten, we've had a minute of the six added. Works it wide, Wrexham close to a win in this tournament that they won in 20, 2005. It's 
The ball is picked up by Savage and he decides he's going to drive forwards. Goes past Palmer. Leaves a ball between the lines. Hearns brings it down nicely, works it squared. The baller works it over to the right-hand side. Crossing opportunity. Two men in the area. And there's an overlap on as well from the baller. It's Lee and McFadden stood firm there, and Newcastle go back out to start again. Diallo picks it up, 30 yards out, drives to the middle, drives in over those tipped through balls. Cleworth heads it away, Jones to Young, lovely pass, two on two now. Bickerstaff running out of the defence, Palmer to his left. Bickerstaff rolls him in, Palmer, edge of the area, takes a touch, cuts inside, hits it! Oh, oh so close! Hits it across the keeper, and it just trickled wide to the far post. Great breakaway, that lovely pass by Young to tee it up. Yeah, it really was. Bickerstaff with a great turn of pace, just looked like he was about to get caught, then found the extra gear to shift onto his left foot to feed him Palmer. Aidan Harris was already beaten, didn't look like he was ever going to dive to go and save that one, but Palmer just tucked it wide of the far post. So, Newcastle are still in the game. As they build from the back once more. Palmer did well to just cut inside, drove his shot. Inches from being in the bottom corner. Savage now inside. Diallo dropping Lee deep, trying to make something happen. Sweeps the ball across to the right-hand side. Wrexham back off once more, holding a line about 25 yards out. But everyone behind the ball as the ball goes back to the halfway line. It's picked up on the left by Savage. Ball into the feet of Diallo again, drifting around, looking for space. He spins away from Young. Young sticks with him. Diallo goes back to Hearns, who's been lively since he's come on, he squares it again, Stanton. Out to Dybala, another ch crossing chance this now. Lots of Newcastle players in the area, the ball's hit straight against Young on the edge of the box, the biggest half makes it his, and that's a good ball, finds Palmer, up against the last defender, he pins him, and then plays a reverse pass for biggest oh, unlucky. unlucky that. Really, really good from Oli Palmer, mm. had no sight of Bickerstaff to know that he was there, and Bickerstaff did the right thing, got his head down, made the run, and it just fell short of the striker. Just a, a yard of pace off being a brilliant reverse pass to put Bickerstaff one-on-one. And again, Bickerstaff did nicely with his pass forwards to Palmer. And it shows the link-up play between Bickerstaff and Palmer that they've managed to build in Throw these it. last few weeks. Palmer holds his man, works it back, shot comes in from Lee. Two straights, keeper takes it. But yeah, it's another game where you feel we should have scored more than we have. And Newcastle might say the same, to be fair. Hearn runs into a massive tackle by Cleworth. He did really well there. Diallo's got a challenge in. Oh, and then Lee is just beaten to it by Stanton. And here comes the baller again on the right. 30 yards out. Lees are out wide and goes for a return. Scooped into the area. O'Connor's keeping an eye on him. That's tightly played by O'Connor. Just leans on him so he can't touch the ball and lets it run for the goal kick. And we are have had four and a half with the six added minutes. A Conquil fiddling around with the ball, just to waste a few more seconds. Newcastle for the third time are doing a rather unusual tactic of standing a man right on the edge of the area for the goal kicks, hoping somehow to intimidate or force an error from a Conquil. Conquil hits it about the height of three men over him and finds Palmer. Good foot in by Lee. Rexham will have to go back again, O'Connor to O'Conquo. Stevenson interested, he's chasing. O'Conquo pounds it into Newcastle's half. Well, Bickerstaff backs into Savage, who wins it in the air. Well won by Cleworth, but that will be Stevenson's ball. He's got time to bring it down his chest. 
lifts it over the right-hand side again. Oh, Carlos, good work by McFadden, backpedaling to head us away. Lee is now pressuring Bollard backwards. Stanton, that's a lovely ball around the corner, back to Dybala, who drives in and feeds a ball into the box dangerously. Stevenson drives it, just wide. Great strike, his head's in his hands, he's so nearly got the equaliser there with 25 seconds of the six out of minutes left. Yeah, that was the chance, wasn't it? It was a really, really good ball around the outside. Had so much space. And he just flashes his shot across goal. Brilliant link play by Dybala. But when he fed it inside, yeah, just that finish just wasn't there again from Stevenson. A big upon Parkinson. But a last-minute a la, a last let-off for Exum. As a Conquo takes the kick. And the referee calls a halt to the match. Wrexham win 1-0 against Newcastle United under-21s. The unbeaten run continues. We've added to the win against Tranmere. We rotated the team heavily. And Matt, it was a highly entertaining game. Newcastle could have scored a few. But we've got to feel, you know, with, with the chances we made, that we could have scored a number of goals. It's a similar feeling to what we had early on last year, where we'd scored one at home, we scored one away at Tranmere, but actually someone soon may take a bathroom with the amount of chances that we are creating. We aren't quite getting there yet with that finishing touch, but at some point soon, those chances will click, those patterns of play will work. But plenty of positive to take from tonight. Arthur Conquo on debut, keeping a clean sheet. George Evans playing at centre-back in position, but he hasn't played in his whole career, but can play, looks really assured. And minutes for Callum McFadden and Liam McClendon as well. Haven't been involved really at all this season so far, but strong for them. And then Billy Waters and Sam Dolby both getting minutes as well as Oli Palmer and Jake Bickerstaff. Yeah, fair play to Walters, Waters, who uh, became a bit of a cult hero of the Wrexham fans by the end with his energy. But the goal came, well, he was involved, but pretty much everyone had a shot in the goal. Uh, cross coming in after a great ball down the line, cross from Ford, and, well, McIlinder had the first shot, cleared off the line, second shot, blocked momentum by the keeper, who then pounced on it, but it squeezed away. Waters had the shot cleared off the line, and it fell to Sam Dolby, and he turned in his first goal of the season, and he deserved it for his performance as well, because he caused a lot of problems in the air against Savage. It was an enjoyable match. An open match, and yeah, three points won't do us any harm as we look to go through. But uh, right, man of the match call is an interesting one. I think there are a few players made decent performances. Yeah, there are. I think I'd have George Evans as somebody up there. I thought they'd play well. Sam Dolby was also excellent. Yeah. Who would you think? I'm tempted by Dolby, but I could be swayed by Evans. By actually, yeah, I think in a way those are the two. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. Waters, I Waters, Waters tried really hard, yeah. had a lot of tenacity. I think if he got one of the chances in, I would have said him. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. Honest. But um, Young was very steady, and Jones, as ever, was like everywhere, just snuffing, snuffing out fires and then moving the ball around quickly. But yeah, I think Evans's composure at the back was impressive. Yeah, uh, I think I, I lean towards Dolby. Because his domination meant that in the early stages, we were just, you know, anything forwards, he was making something of. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I, but I'm willing to be talked down off the ledge. No, I'm, I'm happy to go with Sam Dolby. I think mm. in, his impact in those opening stages was, was really dominant, really clear, not just with his back to goal, but also I think what sometimes gets forgotten is his pace and his yeah. turn of speed. I think that's a real subtle thing that Sam Dolby has. Um, 
And in the end, he took his goal well. People had plenty of chances to try and score that one. He got it, and that's that been the difference on the night. Yeah, absolutely. The new season's nearly here, and the opinions are getting stronger. We've got serious pulling power now. Oh, to get the top two players now. Right? It's like I've been saying, if he settles the squad, we'll be back on top. Only this time we're going for the quadruple. You are joking, aren't you? The time for talk is nearly over. With over £4 million in free bet giveaways and huge price boosts, kick off your season with Skybet. That's betting better. broken taking matters into your own hands assembling big dreams from the small things never stopping until you find the right part at the right price that's the eBay way hello football fans this is a smart meter display. It helps you tackle energy usage, manage your spending, and keep you on target. Now that's a hat trick. Search Get a Smart Meter today.